0: The Robert Scott Bell Show. Show. The voice of health, freedom, and liberty. The Robert Scott Bell Show.
1: All right, y'all. Very special treat. I'm joined by my dear friend, Dr. Marlene Siegel, PascoVet.com. You know her for many years. It's been a while because I used to be out here. I would visit her food farm and uh, food forest as well, but it's an amazing place, and I can't grow year-round Marlene anymore, but I try to do the best I can on the high desert out west where it's dry and there are no insects, so there's some advantages although I don't have the year-round other than some greenhouse stuff, but Marlene is prolific if you ever get to visit. She's doing such great work as a doctor of veterinary medicine in her uh, clinic there in Pasco County, just north of Tampa, and I've been there She's amazing with the animals, the innovation, the things that you do. I'm just like, I'm like, I'm in awe. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And uh, I won't tell you what she did one time when I hurt myself, but she helped me with that as well. And I'm not, well, I guess I could be considered a pet to some. Anyway, so good to see you, Marlene. Welcome back. So good to see
2: you, too. Thank you.
1: So we're here at the Nutritional Frontiers event in Clearwater, Clearwater Beach, Florida. And I just I just love what they're doing. They were very passionate they're good people they're in they're investing in sound science as well and and also helping these people understand how to interact in 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 a world that's shifting in terms of the economics of healthcare delivery as well and you know from being on the inside as a veterinarian and that's you know tra- traditional in many ways allopathic training but what you've done is integrated so many things that i would say are innovative that uh sometimes i scratch my eyes i don't know how you do it all
3: so one of the things that somebody was asking me about today, mm-hmm. and, and I tried to sum it up so that they could really understand, in allopathic medicine, we name it, we blame it, and then we come up with a pharmaceutical <laughs> or a surgical, radiation, whatever. Yeah. And a lot of people that say they practice holistic medicine or integrative medicine, at least in the veterinary world, they're taking the same model of looking at a symptom, and then instead of using a pill for the ill they're using an herb or an acupuncture point mm-hmm. but they're really not understanding the root cause of disease and they're not understanding the biology of the body yeah so what i'm doing is more bioregulatory medicine what so means that i'm looking at what is the problem in the body mm-hmm. and it's really simple there's either a deficiency of essential nutrients yeah there's a toxicity that mm-hmm. the body can't get rid of, that's causing interference. Yeah. There's mitochondrial dysfunction. That mm-hmm. means the mitochondria can't do their job. Right. And then there's trapped emotions. So those even in,
1: even in animals you can detect that.
3: Oh, absolutely. That's
1: the thing that's so cool because Marlene's very sensitive to that. I would say, you know, from a a, a Doctor Doodle standpoint, as we talk about the the fictional character, the uh, the idea the idea of being an empath, I guess, mm-hmm. feeling and hearing, and maybe even seeing imagery that would translate into a communicative language. And you've got that. Yeah.
3: The universe communicates with us all the time. Mm -hmm. Are we listening? Yeah. I remember Wayne Dyer was talking to Esther Hicks one time in an interview and they said, Wayne asked, why is it that everybody communicates at three o'clock in the morning? (laughs) The whole audience goes, oh, we all wake up at three in the morning. And Esther's response was, we communicate with you all the time. That's the only time that you listen. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. And that was such a profound statement because we get Mm. busy in our Mm -hmm. busy lives and we get so distracted. And so there's a lot going on. And so we don't listen to our intuition. But when we get quiet and we center and we listen, Mm -hmm. it's really easy. I mean, we really are supported and guided so much more than we ever give credit for. So it's not that hard. We don't have Mm -hmm. to make medicine that hard. We don't have to make life that hard. But number one, it's our power mm-hmm. to heal and choose. Yeah, It's our power, how we want to believe. Mm-hmm. And once we get that under, then we start educating ourselves. Because the only two reasons people fail at anything, a lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And two is a lack of being able to implement that knowledge.
1: Well, and implementation requires minerals. You know, we talk about the function of the yeah. body while we're here. We have a physical body, and, and though I think we share the, the perspective that we aren't the physical body, of we inhabit it. We are energetic, spiritual beings, and yet we still need those physical minerals for this body to function. So we have this communication pathway from the divine, from the spirit world, into the physical world. This is the transit, if you will, the the antenna, and it needs all of these things. And that you point out is, like I said, mineral deficiencies. You have mm-hmm. metabolic cellular dysfunctions that are diagnosed as what a disease that is wrongly uh, believed to be by the allopathic profession as a uh, deficiency of a drug or something.
3: Exactly. And and really, it's just a deficiency of something that the body needs. So an essential nutrient, I define, actually, science defines, Mm -hmm. as a nutrient that the body cannot make in sufficient quantities on its own. And then toxins are pretty obvious. Those are things that your body doesn't know what to do with. So it packs it into a fat cell or Mm -hmm. it starts to accumulate into tissues and then it causes disruption because it's still a frequency and it's still causing a disruption. Mm -hmm. So once we can balance those two, I would say more than 80% of the diseases that we see Mm -hmm. start to resolve.
1: Okay. Can we talk, uh, and I know we've covered this, but it's been a while since you've been back on. So for everybody that loves the pets that you have, they're your animal or fur babies, whatever you call them. um, They in the wild, eat differently than they're often eating in a domestic setting. Like we go in and people will just go to their vet and get food from a science diet. We've talked about that over the years. And you can relate to that as well as maybe we go to the store and buy something we think is even organic, a kibble of some kind. It may not be what you call and others have called species appropriate. Yeah. When we see like cats and dogs in the wild and they kill to eat a lot, although I cats will eat grasses and things too. I know that. But When they kill an animal, do they eat the muscle typically?
3: So it's a great process. So the animal wakes up in the morning Mm -hmm. and they're hungry. So they're going to be driven metabolically to go hunt for food. Mm -hmm. So they're going into sympathetic tone. They're hunting their food. They're going into a a state of high-intensity exercise because you can't passively walk over to a bowl. (laughs) you got to chase it down, wrestle with it. So now you've had some wonderful you know, high energy, um, Mm. high intensity energy. And then once they've wrestled and been successful and killed that animal, one of the first things they're going to do is disembowel it. Mm. Okay. Because they know instinctually that it's the organ meat that's in the abdomen that is your prime source. And that's where a lot of your minerals are. So Mm -hmm. as they're going through the fur, they're getting some fiber. As they're disemboweling the animal, they're going through the intestinal tract. Not so much eating it, but biting and tearing and pulling. Sure.
1: And there's what, microflora there?
3: There's this beautiful fermented microflora with all this green juice mm. <laughs> that's in there. That is where they got their probiotics and their prebiotics. So they weren't vegetable eaters. Their dogs are carnivores. Mm. They're actually scavenger carnivores and cats are obligate carnivores. Yes, yes. So they have no dietary requirement for carbohydrates. Right. right. But yet what are we feeding them? A, a kibble or a canned diet that is forty to sixty percent sugar. Yeah, yeah. And, and then and we wonder—we know what sugar does to our immune system. What sure. does the same thing to theirs? So right. it's no no wonder that we are what we eat, what we digest, what mm-hmm. we assimilate, and what we eliminate.
1: So you uh, you have developed, if I remember correctly, some years ago, uh, a, a way to um, provide the species appropriate diet for both cats and dogs. I think, if I'm not mistaken, correct. Is that something people can order from your Pasco Vet website or?
3: Yeah, that we've improved our website so okay. now it's dr like a okay. doctor yeah so Okay, and from that master site you can go to our training courses because I have training courses for pet parents to learn mm-hmm. how do I actually keep my pet healthy we have training courses for veterinarians to learn bioregulatory medicine. Mm-hmm. And then we have our food and our supplements because we, we just spent two days here really understanding that what keeps the body healthy mm. is having the right nutrients. Yeah. It used to be in our diet. We used right. to eat it naturally yeah, in the food yeah. that we gathered and, and hunted, but it's just not in our food anymore. So we right. have to be able to supplement it. We have to feed ourselves before we feed ourselves, mm-hmm. feed the microbiome before we feed ourselves. And then the rest is gravy. So. It's super important that we are able to supply that. And we're just in a society where we've been trained to not think. There's no critical thinking. And everything is fast, cheap, and convenient. Well, we're paying the ultimate price. And our pets are living seven years shorter Mm -hmm. than they did 20 years ago, Robert. Yeah, Seven years shorter than 20 years ago. We're supposed to be moving forward and having longevity, and we're going backwards.
1: Well, the animals that I I see and friends and family around the world that I hear of the longevity stories, they are on more closely aligned with that species appropriate diet. It's so different that what they're feeding their animals. Now, uh, for those that can't for, and we have listeners all over the world, what if they can't get something shipped from America? Do you have like on your new site, Dr. recipes? In other words, how can you instruct people how to do it at home if they have to?
3: Yes, Um, I actually, if they do a consult with me, we Mm -hmm. can help them to do a homemade diet. What I see a lot of people thinking that they're doing right. I just met a practitioner, yeah, a doctor, and she goes, "Oh, yeah, I'm feeding my dog the best food. I'm just buying chunks of meat, okay, and I and I was cooking it, but now I heard you talk, so now I'm just going to give it raw. What, what no, about what about? But there's no organ meat. Yeah, there's so no that bone. Was, that was
1: exactly, exactly where I was going. It's like how do you miss that part of it? Right. It's not, that's why I asked the question. It was a leading question. Do they like in the wild, do they go right for the muscle? It's like, no, No. maybe the dogs a little more. You talked about them being a little scavengery. Yeah. But they're
3: still going to go for the organ Organ meat first. first. Right. Yeah. And if you look at a pride of lions, Mm -hmm. the, the leader, the the male lion, he gets first feasting and he's going to go for the liver, the the kidneys, Mm -hmm. the spleen. Yeah. And then all the girls eat after him. Yeah, But yeah, they go for that. So yes, they do eat muscle, but they also eat a lot of organ meat, probably up to 15 to 20% of their diet is organ meat. Mm. And then they have fat, and they have bone. So in order to have the right calcium phosphorus ratio, they have to be able to have that balance of bone and meat. If you Mm. feed just meat, your calcium phosphorus ratio is going to be bad. So let's just say again,
1: a case in point, this is just a general, I'm not making it official and you're not being tied to this but like if you go to the local butcher where they have clean food and a lot of the things that the humans aren't buying for themselves they probably have all of this that we're talking about nobody's yeah. buying it and you're like I think they're probably getting wise and starting to package stuff like this they up for are animals. people
3: are starting to look for spleen and mm. livers mm. and kidneys um, heart by the way is a muscle meat it is yeah. not an organ meat but it's still good if you have a dog eating processed foods yeah we have a it's a, it comes from New Zealand, so there's no GMOs. Mm-hmm. And it's a blend of heart, liver, lungs, kidney, and spleen. Is we that a, it, d- dried or?
1: It's free dried, yeah. Freeze-dried, okay. So it
3: comes in a capsule form. Okay. So for people who can't find organ meat and can you just sprinkle
1: they, it on their food? Or? Yeah.
3: Okay, yeah, okay. it's very tasty actually. Okay. And, So, it's not just feeding them the meat, the fat, the bone, and the organ meat, but it's also feeding it in a grass fed, grass finished manner.
4: Yeah, of course. So, that is
3: as important as anything else. Because if you're feeding them a bunch of genetically modified ingredients and there's a lot of hormones and chemicals and antibiotics in there, it
1: becomes species inappropriate. Now, I would argue mm -hmm. that what you've described, Marlene, for most humans, they could benefit by engaging in some of that historical reality because yeah. humans also ate that as well in the past, our grandparents, sometimes our parents understood the value of organ meats and we've lost yeah. that. We've become so sanitized in our, our eating that we don't, we're deficient, we're minerally, we can't produce these essentials. We're light
3: deficient, we're mineral deficient, we're nutrient deficient, and we're so toxic.
1: Yeah, exactly, you know it. By the way, if you ever get to Dr. Marlene Siegel's <laughs> place in Pasco County, just north of Tampa, again, so many amazing things that, not only are the pets being benefited, but the people that bring their pets in, you get in there and experience it as well, yeah. which is so awesome.
3: So we're opening spas, family mm. wellness centers. I, I nice. we should be open by the end of the year. COVID put us back a couple of years, sure, but I think we're back on track. The plans are done and Very it's cool. detox centers for pets and their parents. Nice. Yeah. So Wonderful. you detox all six organs of elimination. Mm-hmm. The first thing you do is you get into a parasympathetic state. So we get you relaxed mm-hmm. and then that way you can heal because you can't heal when you're in fight and right. flight. And then you go through and you detox all six organs of elimination, and your nice. pet gets to go through with you. And the uh, the last step in the process is hyperbaric oxygen. Nice. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, I love what Marlene's doing. She's so innovative, and she doesn't wait around, stop and go. Oh, I wonder. I'm going to put the finger up. I'm like, no, no. I know what's <laughs> right to do. I'm going to go and do it. And that's what's great about her. Uh, it's a, it's a little bit of a you know a heritage situation. I think in terms of my mom, you know, the tough Israeli like uh, she didn't ask permission. She went for it. Right. <laughs> and I got a lot of my spirit, of independence and freedom from her. And uh, your mom's
3: she, amazing.
1: Yeah. She's 89 now. And by the way, I don't know if you ever met Babri Babri. He's from uh, originally Tbilisi in Georgia, Soviet Georgia when it was, he escaped in the early seventies, went to Israel. Then he came to America and he brought this folium uh, antioxidant um, blend that was used Chernobyl, I mean, Chernobyl level, countering radiation, wow. heavy metals, and things. And that we got mom on that in December. She had suffered through COVID years. We don't know if it was COVID or not, but she had rashes, all kinds of weird stuff. Energy was that. down. And finally, the folium she got on, and she in two weeks was sleeping better, had more energy. January 1st of this year, she was out dancing to celebrate the new year. She hadn't danced all the last two and a half, three years. And then on her birthday, January 29th, she turned 89 and she was dancing, celebrating her birthday. And it was like, you when we talk about these minerals and these blends mm-hmm. these these are botanicals from god from creation. Yeah. And if you find the right way to to put them together, you can do extraordinary things
3: to counteract yeah. things that are mysterious. Absolutely. Everything really does boil down to deficiency, toxicity, mitochondrial dysfunction mm-hmm. and then whatever the emotional component is. Yeah. It it really just keep it that simple guys and then make sure you go outside and you get in the sunlight because we're light deficient mm-hmm. and move. I mean, these are just key principles. You've got to move. You literally physically get out and do something. Yeah. And our pets are not moving like they did in the wild. They no, had to not. hunt down their food, they mm-hmm. had to wrestle their food, they did high intensity exercise. And these animals that we see that are living into their 30s, they're doing high-intensity exercise, they're doing intermittent fasting, they're eating a species-appropriate diet, mm-hmm. even if it's not 100%. Yeah. If you can't feed 100% raw diet, then mm. at least feed 51%.
1: Every percentage is going to be paid back Everything a helps. lot more. And mm-hmm. I say that about us humans, too. Every percentage you clean up what goes into your body yep. and you supplement appropriately is going to pay you back significantly. You mentioned mitochondrial dysfunction. And I, I saw over the COVID years, people taking so much zinc and vitamin C, they were dropping the, they're already low copper levels and copper and, and uh, magnesium are critical together mm-hmm. to produce ATP, the adenosine triphosphate at the mitochondrial level. So that's one aspect of mitochondrial dysfunction. Again, mineral deficiencies in this case, critically copper and magnesium. Most people are aware of magnesium and they're like, yeah, I'm all in on magnesium. But then like, oh, my doctor told me to be afraid of copper. It could be toxic. I'm like, Dude, do you understand how much we rely on copper for cardiac integrity, neurological integrity? Uh, so many of the Cooper enzyme pathways, I mean, in fact, all of them rely on copper. And yeah. and there's just, we have been sold a lie about being afraid of the things that can be most beneficial to yeah. protect us from, quote unquote, diagnosed diseases, like copper and selenium, for instance. Oh, don't take too much selenium. It could be toxic. And the form, the right form, the right mm-hmm. quantity is life-saving.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. And you know gray hair is a mm-hmm. copper deficiency
1: exactly you gray <laughs> prematurely you uh, wrinkle prematurely all kinds it's of all things copper. And, uh, I've, I've you know I've been up in my copper and seeing benefits and I'm still I still have a ways to go I had a, a woman I just talked to of um, was last week on a phone call she had had a bariatric surgery I think she was morbidly obese she just described her and her husband were talking with me and she's like 65 now and they botched the surgery, internal bleeding, mm. and they never really fully corrected it. So she's always depleted. And to, to the credit of whoever she's gone to, even the doctors, they said, oh my gosh, you're copper uh, deficient, right? You're losing copper. Normally they say iron, and it's like very rare to truly have an iron deficiency. There's so much, we can't use iron without copper. And so I got her on the sovereign copper, and at one, let's see, one third, let's see, to two, two, Yeah, one third to one half, of the adult RDI, which you know is set low, of that bioavailable and bioactive form of copper, in two weeks, her copper levels were rising like no infusion was doing, that the doctors wow. were doing, none of the other things. And, and I also recommend to eat, you know liver desiccated, things like that for yep. copper. But mm-hmm. because of the bioavailability, we talk about the silver and the copper in a form at micrograms, it's more homeopathic for me Mm -hmm. So if you are concerned about toxicity or taking too much, I think we're overly concerned about the wrong things being toxic, like we should be worried about mercury and cadmium and arsenic and aluminum, not an essential element like copper if we have the right form. But as I said, this for me theoretically was like, okay, this isn't that bioavailable, bioactive form. You shouldn't need as much because nothing's wasted and we can go across the mucosal barrier. Someone who had bariatric surgery has malabsorption Mm -hmm. big time big time, they're not absorbing. So we've gotta find a way to get it in without relying on digestion that's already compromised. And in most Americans, it's compromised. I don't know about the animals. I was going to but...
3: say same thing with the pets, but yeah. we, we're testing mm-hmm. heavy metal toxicosis yeah. and we're testing for nutrient deficiencies mm-hmm. and we find a good 40, if almost 50% of the dogs that, and cats that we're testing yeah. are copper deficient, wow. zinc deficient, yeah. selenium deficient.
4: Wow. Yeah. yeah,
3: it's a lot. And then on the heavy metals, Not surprised though. at least four out of six, we test for eight heavy metals, Mm. at least four out of six are in extreme high levels Mm -hmm. in animals that are showing mild symptoms of disease. So we're not testing for it. So you don't realize how much is there. And then when we start clearing it, we start chelating it, Mm -hmm. symptoms that people never even registered before are getting better. And they go, I didn't even realize that that was a symptom, but we're seeing tons of heavy metals Mm -hmm. we're seeing arsenic we're seeing cadmium we're Mm -hmm. seeing mercury yeah um strontium arsenic Mm -hmm. and at high levels and a lot of it is from the water a lot of it's from food amazing so we just have to really clean up our sources and then test because you can't see these things. You have to test and then know what you need to get rid of. Well,
1: not everybody has access to someone like you that can test. We know that too. They actually can. can. So can okay. yes, right. I do
3: consultations. I do telemedicine. Okay. And if somebody's a veterinarian, all they have to do is get somebody to pull the blood for them. Okay. And then we can send them a test kit. Okay. And they put the blood in the test kit and so we send you, it off and then we analyze it. Have
1: you set up a cooperative relationship with any veterinarians around the country?
3: So I teach veterinarians how to do integrative medicine. <laughs> or Biological medicine—I sure. would like to call it that now because, yeah. you know, a lot of times you'll you'll meet somebody that says, "Oh, I'm a holistic vet" or mm-hmm. "I do integrative medicine." Right. And somebody was telling me yesterday, "Oh, my my doctor's an integrated doctor," and I said, "Really?" So, um, they do acupuncture and they they have herbs. I said, "Well, what diet does she recommend?" Mm-hmm. The lady's still feeding a kibble diet.
1: Right. Yeah. Now, also, Doctor Siegel does acute care—the allopathic stuff—if an injury happens to a pet. Uh, you know, she'll still use holistic things as well, though. That's the formerly integrative biological. But the thing is, you're going to go, oh, my gosh, there's an injury here. Yeah, we might have to reset a bone. But Arnica, hello. Absolutely. Right? So,
3: yeah, we have a whole line of homeopathics. Yeah, You know, it's about it's in my slides when I do presentations, Robert, mm-hmm. I have a picture of a guy on one side looking at a six, mm-hmm. and the girl on the other side, and she's looking at a nine. So when you look at a six upside down, it yeah. looks like a different number. And everybody wants to get polarized in today's world, and they want to be my side's right. No, my side is right.
1: Every place has its place, but you got to find yes. out the appropriate place. What if place? there's an and? Yeah. What if there's an and? Exactly. And and so uh. that's
3: what I have. I have mm-hmm. a I cross out the the left and the right, and I say there's an and, mm-hmm. and it's knowing the tool that yeah. you need at that particular time, mm-hmm. if you pick the right tool, you get magnificent results.
1: Yeah. And, and of course, um, you know, when we talk about integrative, holistic, biological, again, these are labels and I'd like to try to get past them to describe what we're talking about here. It's like, if you can use, for instance, uh, a bioactive silver hydrosol, like I have for my kids and never have to resort to an antibiotic, mm-hmm. even if they have an infection, isn't that a better plan because we know yes. the deleterious effects, even though they can be arguably life-saving antibiotics in a crisis. Mm-hmm. But if we don't have to resort to that, wouldn't that be better to not disrupt yeah. the
3: microbiome like that? Pick the least invasive tool mm-hmm. and go with it. Yes, exactly. But it's so nice to have a toolkit that's large enough that you never have to say, I'm sorry, there's nothing more I can do. Right. And that's what really pushed me into doing what I'm doing. And that's mm-hmm. why my toolkit is so vast yeah. is because I never will ever look at a patient and a parent <laughs> yeah. and say i'm sorry there's nothing more i can do for you. She I'm may always she, she find may
1: something. be small relatively but she's got a big toolkit. <laughs> and, and so if people were to go cuz i always knew pascovet.com, does that still roll over into drmarleneseagle.com do you know even just it, in case it should. Yeah, um, I was thinking Dr that.
3: Marlene Siegel rolls into all the others. Okay. Um not sure if he has the link going the other way but okay. we're just we're, we're just expanding one, just our our Website is just upgrading so much right mm-hmm. now. So there's, within a week, probably by the time this airs, mm-hmm. uh, everything will be up, up and running. Okay. Yeah.
1: So we'll have the mm-hmm. links up as well. And uh, Dr. Siegel is always fun to uh, reunion with you. You know how much we have a great time. <laughs> I together. love you, Robert. Yeah. And
3: the food forest awaits your energy. <laughs>
1: I'm hoping I can come visit. You know, we're going to see if we can make that happen because it's just when you're in the in the middle of that abundance, it's like God, nature, everything just provides. And you have that energy about you, and I think that's another aspect of what we all need to relearn. We've lost it, and you know, Marlene has it. There are others that have it. I'm trying to develop it. I'm doing better all the time. Uh, but you know, we also have our own environments too. You know, that you've got the environment I was used to year round. I could grow. Yeah. So we got to modify and adapt to be where we are. That's the idea of adaptation for survival, mm-hmm. not survival of the fittest. That's a, yeah. a kind of an idea of it's only about strength. No, it's your ability to adapt to an environment. In a way that doesn't corrupt the environment, but that honors it, and works with what it provides.
3: That's what our cells are doing every yeah, day.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
3: So we're giving it information and sending the message. I, you know, I, I tell people it's like having a lunar module, mm-hmm. right? We're on Earth. We send the lunar module out. It's taking pictures of things out there. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what our cells are doing. It's relying on our neurotransmitters based on what we see and mm-hmm. interpret. Yeah. If we think it's a scary world, you're going to send messages back to your microbiome and to your cells that say, danger, danger. Then you go into cell danger response mode, mitochondria quit working, and you have a mess. Mm -hmm. But if you live in a world where there's always abundance, and Mm -hmm. there always is, there's never a shortage of anything. And if you can see the glass half full, not half empty, if you have optimism, if you live in gratitude and know that everything, and everything in the universe happens for your highest and best good, Mm -hmm. even when it feels ouchy. Yeah. You know that there's going to be something wonderful on the other side. You just have to breathe through it long mm-hmm. enough to see it. Yeah. When you can live in that kind of a space, the world becomes magical.
1: Well, you know, how do you learn to live in that space? You learn to live outside of that space first and go, ooh, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And then you find out what Marlene's saying is like, well, this is better. And it's yeah. practice. It takes practice. Yeah. So if you don't get there the first time, no. Like, hey, it's okay. we all took a lot of practice getting here. And I'm still practicing. Yeah you
3: know? Yeah. But it's seeing contrast for the beauty of the contrast. If we didn't know what dark was, we would never appreciate light. Right. So hot and cold, these are just contrast. And Mm -hmm. when we realize that it's always there to help us and teach us and guide us and inspire us, then it becomes a very useful tool.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you, Dr. Marlene Siegel. Again, great reunion here at the Nutritional Frontiers big event in uh, Clearwater, Florida. We'll continue to Pay it forward with this kind of information yep. when we can connect. And if you can attend any of the upcoming events that are up on the upcoming events tab at robertscatbell.com, Dr. Siegel sometimes at some of the same events, right? Like this one, which is so cool. And uh, we've got the email uh, newsletter you can sign up for at robertscatbell.com. I'm sure you have like something like that, too, mm-hmm. at drmarlenseagel.com. Yep. Mm-hmm. So plug in, get your pets healthier by feeding them appropriately. Uh, And if you're around the world, you know, you can reach out to Dr. Siegel for a consult and learn a little bit more. But we've already given you some insight here, which is kind of cool. So thank you for that.
3: You're welcome. All
1: right. we got lots more to go on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Uh, Wonderful time and wonderful reunion. Thank you all for being here. We'll be right back.
4: Bye.
1: All right. We're here at the Nutritional Frontiers getaway, the escape by the beach overlooking the pool right now. And I'm here with Dr. Bob Rakowski thedrbob.com we connected I think mostly on the pirate ship last night had a great picture you guys will probably see it in the show notes of making goofy faces we had a great time and it tells me a lot about the spirit of this man Dr. Bob is here with me on the Robert Scott Bell show from one Rob to another I guess welcome well thank you what what a great honor and thanks for making our wonderful world better oh man you're so kind I I just love doing this I love connecting with folks that have a passion for healing and I could tell you do so I gotta get your backstory though. Like, you know, what drove you into this is and, and what kind of doctrine did you go into in terms of education and, and you know, how's it manifest now nutritionally, etc.? All right. Well, it could be a long backstory, but I started. Okay. Out. You know, as an electrical
0: engineer, mm-hmm. I was in school, I was playing football, I got hurt, went to the medical doctor, which is what I knew back then, it gave me muscle relaxers, painkillers. Mm. I went out on a date, had one drink, fell asleep behind the wheel of my car. Whoa. Uh, thank God yeah. my date grabbed the wheel, you know, shook me said, what happened I us? I don't know. I passed out. You know, yeah. I got home. I, I looked at the bottle of pills and said, don't mix with alcohol. Don't operate heavy machinery. I didn't read that. Right. Right. So I flushed the stuff down the toilet, went back to the gym, figured I'd start rehabbing myself. And the gym owner looked at me and says, oh. you look like you need a good chiropractor. I said, what's a chiropractor? I didn't even know it in the early eighties. Yeah. But anyways, okay. changed my life. Saw nice. Dr. Mike Wickers helped me so fast mm-hmm. and got me on on a path to realize that you know the power that made the body can yield the body. Absolutely. And God provides, nature provides. So, so we learned did, how to were you at life in Atlanta or where did you go for No, Houston. So Houston. I actually finished my engineering degree, went down to Texas, worked for okay. Texas Instruments and realized, nah this is not for me. So just applied that critical thinking to healthcare, which by the way, I wish more people learned that skill in critical thinking.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I think we'd be in a lot better position. It's a lost art or science, that's for sure. So, um, your connection here with our friends at Nutritional Frontiers over the years, did this come, come about uh, like a an ac- happy accident or how did this
0: happen? You know, their founder, Jamie Dorley, uh, he was uh, a representative for a company called Metagenics that I yeah. lectured for for 25 years. Seriously? Yeah. You're yeah. not old enough to be there doing that oh, all those well. years ago. Yeah, thank you for that, right? But uh, how fascinating that, you know, he had the the courage to go out and start his own deal uh, and really be true to the principles. This company has really said, you know what, we're going to be for the practitioner. We're going to be for the patient. We're going to use the highest quality materials. We're not going to sell out. If you really look at the background of some nutrition companies, a lot are being bought up by pharma. Mm -hmm. And and I can't see that being a good thing. No, no, good Lord. No.
1: So so you go way
0: back with Jamie then learning about that. We go back over 20 years and you know, three plus decades in clinical practice at this right. point. So it's been a fun journey.
1: So you set up with a clinical practice in the Houston area yeah, then? I did. Okay. And I was just uh, here I am uh, forgetting what humidity was all about. I moved out west uh, four and a half years ago, and I'm like, here we are in the, this morning as we're recording. It's beautiful, it's overcast, so we're not being baked, but man, the stickiness, I remember this. Okay, well, you know good move to Utah, beautiful, healthy state, clean air, and great snow. Oh my gosh, and lots of it, lots of it. So in addition to um, chiropractic care, my, my wife's retired DC once we had kids, and so we're a holistic family. Um, the integration of, uh, let's say, mineral sustenance, you know, we recognize the electrical body, the electric body that we have and how chiropractic removes a lot of the interference for the neural flow, the innate intelligence. Uh, what about um, from the standpoint of remembering back to your chiropractic schooling? Uh, nutrition was a little bit of that as well. It didn't ignore it on my gallopathic medicine. I know the first two years of chiropractic school are almost identical to you know medical school sure. basics that you learn, but expanding into the nutrition realm and recognizing the need for also nutrition for this body for, let's say, a chiropractic adjustment to maintain its integrity to hold, if you will. Oh, absolutely! You know, when when you start looking, first and
0: foremost, the top cause of death across the planet for decades has been malnutrition. When you actually look at that, Global Nutrition Report says every single country on planet Earth suffers from malnutrition, although we have a different type now: overconsumption, undernutrition. Uh, and from a mineral standpoint, you know, farmers found out, or scientists probably a blend over a hundred years ago, that they could grow big plants with three elements: nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium. You know, I've taught nutrition for over thirty <laughs> years, and here's what I'll tell you: you know we need over 30 minerals for healthy plants animals and humans but if you put three in for every 30 you take out yeah a problem and the global you know I, sometimes we're when to talk about the global elites but yeah. some of those people have figured out that look we've got maybe 60 years of farming the earth soil back so we've got to get the minerals back in the environment and certainly in our body so yeah you know, thank you for
1: efforts with that yeah no this is a big big Let's say we say this um, thing that's so obvious of staring us in the face, but it's so ignored still by the allopathic uh, medical uh, education and indoctrination, thanks to the Flexor report of 1910, it wiped out or attempted to wipe out all competition to petrochemical patent medicines, including they went after chiropractic, of course, and homeopathic and all the natural and and eclectic and uh, what we call vital force type views, a vitalistic view of the body as opposed to just a chemical reductionist view. So how have you uh, integrated? Is there any particular thing this weekend that jumped out at you in terms of the education that was brought out in the, the lectures?
0: Well, it just cemented everything that we know. Everything works together. And you've got to dot every I, cross every T. Now, I like to talk about the Magnificent Seven. You've got to eat right, drink right, think right, move right, sleep right, poop right, talk right every single day. Mm-hmm. But then advances in therapy you know they actually took people and they biopsied their tissue and they extracted the nutrient level and analyzed it in one group they gave a wonderful macronutrient balanced organic diet the other group got the same diet and supplementation uh, and then later biopsies showed that even the best and best of foods cannot replete depleted nutrient reserves And the conclusion of the article was, supplementation is advisable for everybody. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's a simple insurance
1: policy if people would just take the little effort and investment, pay huge returns. When uh, when your folks come in to see you uh, to get adjusted as well, uh, are they surprised to learn that you are focused on nutrition, not just adjustments? although
0: oh, they're, they're not surprised that I am. You okay. know, maybe maybe a general chiropractor, but that's been my focus for well over 30 years. So I've also taught nutrition, you know, six different continents over 10,000 hours. So, you know, I've traveled the world
1: to learn and share, and I've been blessed to partner with great companies like Nutritional Frontiers
4: here yeah. today.
1: Is there any particular uh, formula I, I know more recently? And thanks to Judy Mikavitz, plugged into the uh, the dimethylglycine, inner DMG, and, and I'm all organic, but I realized that. This glyphosate stuff is everywhere, it's desiccating on everything and it's like very hard to uh, remove or, or avoid totally. So it's been another strategy for me to counteract the things that I, I that are invisible to me even if I eat cleanly.
0: Well, there's some areas that are certainly worse for glyphosate than others, but our whole world is being intoxicated by it. And then you start looking at the release of this chemical. One, how it's banned in some places, uh, and then it requires the genetic modification of foods. And you know, you start looking at that, and you know, I always like what Jack Lorraine said: "If God made it, it's okay. If man made it,
1: stay away." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just uh, again, the idea of synthesizing nature literally just doesn't make sense. But we don't step back from it because in the 20th century, our parents got enamored, and, and many, and we were enamored with the technology advances, and didn't consider the uh, the cost, the real cost. The unintended, perhaps for many, or maybe some would say, intended consequences, uh, you know, developing a a very profitable model of disease creation and disease management, of which the chiropractic profession has done its best to try and break free of, or not be encompassed or enveloped by. But of course, we know that with the Wilk versus AMA uh, ruling in nineteen seventy six, I believe that was. uh, to well, the supreme court where they ruled that yeah the ama and other others of the medical profession had colluded to wipe out competition rather than to address it in a uh, let's say an equal this is the area where this excels this is what we do that well and, and let's find a way to all work together it was a matter of squashing anybody that didn't do what they did uh, which is uh Again, not how nature works. When we look at a microbiome, for instance, there's a biodiversity, there's a little bit of everything, and that's important for the vitality and the vibrance and the health going forward. It isn't about elimination of things we don't like so much as it is the restoration of all the things we like that keeps everything in check. Yeah, well you, you said a whole lot there,
0: right and and I'm not sure that that prejudice or that uh, attempt to shut down the competition isn't still going strong you know sure. around, around the world you look at especially all this censorship and you know, I often say you look at the last few years and if free information were out there, I'm not sure that we would have even had one 100 crisis that we did maybe even a thousand you know yeah. it was the policies that were a lot more problematic than, than really any little virus, right so for sure. But, thank you again for standing for help. I know you stepped in yesterday and shared that
1: you are stepping up for people that are at the highest level trying to make change. Yeah. Well, I, I know that at every level we have to make the change, but I recognize that there are unique opportunities occasionally for someone to enter at those higher levels. That's been you know, navigating right around that for a while. So I don't neglect or or dispute that it could be happening at all levels uh, but some people will think that only at the highest level is it possible and it's like quite the opposite everything we yeah. do at this ground level to maintain our integrity and sovereignty you health sovereignty health freedom uh, it impacts all of those things rolling uphill, too. So it's a little bit everything. And it is my message to all of you. And you've heard this many times. It's like, follow your bliss. Everybody's here for a unique purpose and mission. And not everybody's identified what that is. And even if you have, it can change over time, too, based on circumstances. And it's an exciting, dynamic life that we are leading right now. Uh, so I just say, be sensitive to the things that you are being called to do. Kind of like this morning we did this thing with christine this kind of contemplative meditated prayer and it's kind of trying to listen to that guidance that often is drowned out by a cacophony of noise or fear right or authoritarian dictatorships that kind of thing so coming together at events like this really breaks through some of that that routine habit that we are kind of lost in a program not of our own making but our yeah. participation well, you, you look at this
0: crowd and, you know, I, I'll think of Zig Ziglar and the Greats way back when and he said, you know, get yourself a skinny doctor, you know, and, and he didn't really mean like skinny, like gaunt, yeah, but right. someone who's not obese and someone who's actually living, living the healthy life. And then, you know, you go back to Joseph Campbell, one of my favorite mentors, follow your bliss. It's really, you know, some people sometimes don't want to think that life's all about that, but why can't it be, yeah. why can't it be blissful to enjoy God's creation and share and expand and grow? We got 100 plus docs
1: here, all living it, sharing it, and I'll call that grassroots effort. Yeah. Yeah, I love the question. Why can't it be, fill in the blank, right? We've accepted that uh, for so long that those that seem to have that power over us, that we kind of gave away, tell us what can and can't be, what is and is not possible. And you come into a group like this and you hear, or you see people doing things that, you shouldn't be able to do that. And then you start having to reassess. It's like, well, and so living examples are what we need for us, and also we need to be for others. Yeah, and you know, we shared a lot of clinical
0: miracles. You know, where where medicine ripped people off, and sure enough, just with God's creation, good nutrition, good lifestyle, some people that were given a death sentence are thriving at this point in time. And why not put those people on a pedestal to really inspire everybody? Show them what's possible. Exactly. Because
1: I believe if you have a pulse, you have a prayer. Yeah. So let's go to work. If there's Make still breath, action. there's life, there's uh, miracles happening. The fact that we're alive at all, sometimes you go, that's ah, a miracle. It's an absolute miracle. So uh, thedrbob.com. Yep. Uh, do you do any events in the Houston area? or you travel around also to speak at events?
0: You know, prior to 2020, I would do 40 gonna, to 50 I'm events, to like you know, and most of them U.S., North America, but also, you know, Africa, Asia, uh, Australia, you know, just been around it and really enjoyed it. But these last few years, much less travel. But I think we're going to start ramping that up again. A lot more virtual stuff. Yeah. Cool. Uh, all right. Well, on well, Tuesdays, by the way, if I can give it a plug, I yeah. something called Ask the Doctor. Ask the Doctor on yep. Tuesdays? Yep. Okay. And it's, you know, one hour with a health topic and, the, and then some questions and every, everything's fair game, you know, and you'd be surprised what questions come through now and then. But, uh, you know, if, if someone has it, maybe a lot of people have it.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. You have an experience. You're not alone, even though you think, oh, no one else has what I have. Well, you experience it uniquely in your own way. But there are so many people that have a similar that you can talk to about it in your experience and share the experience and find, hey, I did this. This helped me. Maybe it won't help you the same way. But these are the kind of things when we are, let's say, when we're isolated and separated, and divided, we don't learn in that way. And I'm not saying we can't get a direct download from God. That's not what I'm saying. But part of our purpose for being here is to kind of have that direct and indirect download from each other. Well, the synergy in this room,
0: uh, you know, we're outside now, but the synergy has been absolutely amazing. And just what you're saying, you know, we, we inspire one another. We learn from one another. And Sometimes just a little tweak can go a long way. People like judy mike speaking you come to realize yeah. wow there there has been some
1: real brain power in both directions working oh, for the good
0: and maybe trying to block the good
1: yeah yeah absolutely it's extraordinary so uh dr bob so good to connect with you this this weekend and i'm encouraging everybody if you hear of an event coming up on the robert scott bell show Find a way to be there. You will be inspired. You will be uplifted. Uh, you'll be changed. And it's usually always for the better when you take a step out of your comfort zone to go to these events and will meet somebody you never knew, didn't even know was on the planet sometimes. Wow, I'm on the same planet with that dude. This is awesome. And we get to, you know, again, it just ramps up the excitement for why we're here. And uh, while we are here to make the best and most of that time we have, I'm just so grateful for the opportunity to connect. And and to meet Dr. Bob here for the first time at the Nutritional Frontiers Retreat, so thank you my friend. Well, you're very welcome. I feel the exact same way. Yeah. Let's make the world better. Beautiful, beautiful time to be alive. Yes, I know there are a lot of things we can complain about and I've done it occasionally, but more often than not when we come out to these events, there's more reason to say thank you for letting me be here at this time. I know I'm here a little bit more each and every day. And, you know as I remind my listeners and viewers about the power to heal and where it comes from uh, you know it's yours by virtue of your very existence that breath that life that you have and uh, we have been convinced by some that it's not ours we're victims it's not true uh, we are empowered to heal as long as we're here we are open to the messages the guidance and that nervous interference is removed Go see a good Dr. Chiropractor like Dr. Bob. Oh, thank you.
0: You, know, you. Again, as you spoke, that wonderful wisdom, I think it was winged Wayne You know, you talk about breathing in, but well, what's the word? It's to inspire. Uh, and when you inspire, you're in spirit. Uh, and, you know, it, it animates everything on this globe. And those of us that you know it, I think we have a little more
1: peace and, and certainly a lot more hope. Yeah. Yeah. And, look, I'm not saying that there won't be things that annoy you or me um, along the way. It's part of life. But you, you eventually learn to deflect, turn it over, you know, to that higher power or God when appropriate and control for the things that we have genuine control over. And that's a, you know, sometimes it's a fine line, but it's part of the experience on this planet. I've been on it for over half a century. Will I tell you how off, far over it? I'm going to say it, but you guys know. Uh, and that wisdom sometimes comes with the time you're here and you wonder uh, why it takes so long. Well, everybody. It, it's like that journey we're on is so unique. Some people get it this way. You know, I'm like, oh, I wish I would have gotten that years ago. And just hopefully you can laugh about it, recognize, you know what? It takes what it takes in this lifetime and the, the opportunities for healing are. Uh, somewhat unlimited. I know we've lost some friends over the last few years because of the COVID and the COVID treatment things. Uh, and they say, you won't get out of this life alive. But I believe that life exists well beyond this physical body. This is just, you know, a temporary shell while we're here. Again, discovering why we're here enlivens your ability to, to have great joy in the midst of sometimes strife and sorrow and struggle and anger and all the human emotions that we have here too. I'll, you know, you
0: talk about the joy of being alive. And, and I think it was Mark Twain that said, you know, two important is the day you're born and the day you discover why Uh, and how wonderful that you found it early and that you pay it forward
1: yeah myself too
0: i feel very blessed
1: yeah it's funny because i always knew that i would grow up to be a doctor but it was the only model i had was medical doctors you know i'm thinking of a doctor bob my uncle was uncle bob he was a medical doctor and i've told the story so many times Um, he warned me not to become a doctor and he was a doctor because he saw my spirit i didn't realize it at the time he said you would be miserable doing this And I didn't know till later uh, that all the things doctors did to me even meaning well if I did that to other people I would have been miserable to sort of find homeopathic medicine natural medicine marry a doctor chiropractic you know my, my wife and you know being holistic it it brought me back to the what I believe a true origin of a doctor is a teacher and a healer not someone who takes every responsibility that you would normally have away from you and says here take this pill you know and then do nothing else it doesn't matter
0: so it's a different way to look at it's almost shocking how different the philosophy is, you know, and, and I remember being at a conference years ago, and there was an eight-time world champion up on stage giving a keynote, and someone said, you know, how do you have so much energy? Mm-hmm. And I love this answer. He says, the only way you have energy is to earn energy, right? And can we? Sure. We can eat right, drink right, think right, move right, sleep
1: right, poop right, talk right. Yep. And let, let it flow. Let it flow, y'all. Dr. Bob dot the DrBob.com. Thank you, my friend. So good I to see you. Thank you really so much. Really enjoy you. Thank you. You guys check him out. All right, I think I can get get used to this uh, beach uh, version of the Robert Scott Bell Show, as we're overlooking Clearwater Beach here. I've got Coach Billy Nicole with me now, and uh, she's amazing. We first met was it was it at the Nutritional Frontiers event in Pittsburgh? Mm-hmm. Was it okay? Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, and and one of the things we did like at this event, and I'm telling you folks, when I tell you about these events to come to. You don't take me seriously how awesome they are. You got, we were on a pirate ship yesterday <laughs> yeah. and, but, what we did around Pittsburgh after one of the events, a paddle boat on the three rivers there. It was so great. And, you know, I noticed Billy, I mean, she's, she's, she's buff. She's strong. She's a you know, bodybuilder and things. I think we, I don't know if we were, con- no, we weren't even connected on Instagram at the time. Cause mm-hmm. I think I learned about no. you then. Mm-mm. I don't know what we were talking about. I don't even remember if I, did I have a lecture at that event? The last? Yes, you did. I did. Okay. Yes, you did. I don't see this, the and kind of thing. And I was
2: so excited because I had already been following you on social media, so oh. I was kind of like, oh, yeah, this has been
1: great. Cool. So there were some things we talked about on the boat or in things maybe that happened in the lecture, and I thought, Maybe to give a little backstory background because you all, weren't always as healthy as you are today. And even as you worked in fitness, yeah. there were still some struggles and maybe yeah. share that backstory with the audience.
2: Yeah, it's the thing you just didn't have any idea of. Um, so uh, my, my older background is endurance athletics. I did a lot of uh, marathoning, ultra marathoning. And then, you know, my body started to hurt as running really kind of take you down after a while. And I transferred into uh, bodybuilding. Uh, And it it was great. I started, I did my first show during COVID time, out in a tent outside, Mm -hmm. (laughs) what an adventure that was. Um, And then I qualified for a national level show after that. And so we went to Masters Nationals uh, July 2021. I brought a really great package for a first time national competition. I got to a very good level of leanness. Um, I would say the prep went pretty well, but I did notice that I was just extremely fatigued. Um, just not recovering well from my workouts. You know, things were kind of like, you know, there were signals there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so, one thing I should have definitely done before I competed was get some blood work done, and I didn't. Um, and being 40 turning 40 that year, I should have been a little more proactive. I wasn't. After the show, I got my blood work done and was completely shocked to see that my thyroid was like just yeah 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 um and obviously the dieting and everything had a had a had a hand in that obviously um mm-hmm. but uh, we also found underlying autoimmune disorder as well
1: where, where are you by the way billy Were you you're doing like a lot of bodybuilders do a lot of protein supplements a lot of powders and things, but they may not be really balanced, good for you per se. I mean, was that part of your journey?
2: Yeah. So um, I had already been very mindful of keeping a clean diet because I was just noticing on my own that, you know, right. eating so, high yeah, amount of sugar or processed foods or uh, gluten products and stuff really affected me in terms of bloating and stuff. And I, when you're bodybuilding, you're very in tune with your body and you know exactly what you put into it when you yeah, think it out. Right. So I already had removed a lot of that stuff. But it didn't. You know, my everything was just bogged down.
1: Yeah, and so as you're trying to determine you know, as you are fit, you're an athlete, you're doing it. And it's like, I'm still struggling. Yeah. What was it? Or was there, you know, that proverbial light goes on or yeah, off at a certain like, point and you know, maybe at the Pittsburgh event. And when we talked, g- give me a little bit about the revelations that led to the next phase. Cause there's some really good news here, folks.
4: about Yeah, her journey.
2: absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So just backtrack real quick, got the blood work done, found that, you know, TSH was just crazy high, you know, the autoimmune disorder and all that. And so, you know, traditional medicine what do you do you wait three months to go to the endocrinologist where they put you on Synthroid and it was just you know get your blood work done in six more weeks and the TSHs was coming down and I was already I was on an autoimmune protocol I was eating super clean I was doing everything I could and they just wanted to raise the Synthroid and raise the Synthroid and raise the Synthroid and and I'm like I just don't want to be a slave to pharmaceuticals. You know, there has to be, you know, what is actually causing this?
1: Did I yell at you at that time when we met? I was like, are you you kidding? What are you doing? I'm so not compassionate. You
2: didn't yell at me at all, you know, but it was, it was, I was just so glad that we just kind of started this conversation because. You had mentioned starting an iodine supplement. And of course, like a lot of people that suffer what I su- with what I suffer with, we're all scared of iodine because you would just hear the fear of stuff. If you take yeah. too much iodine, you'll go hyper. What was the
1: other mineral I said in combination?
2: Selenium and tyrosine. <laughs> exactly. Oh I know now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So as soon as I left the conference, I immediately ordered the supplement and nutritional frontiers, like it's literally next day at my door and started right away. And you had me on two pills, three a day and I started that and it was within two weeks no naps Mm -hmm. and that was really my biggest symptom is I I wake up early four o'clock in the morning my first clients at five I hit the gate running and you know by noon I was just completely dying during the day and I just needed that like power nap and now no no naps And, and within eight weeks I got my blood work done again and now my TSH is under two um, and not that I, I don't think you should just always go on the blood work, sure. but it was just a way that I feel.
1: Well, and it's a way to know? validate a little bit. I mean, mm-hmm. the for me, as I said, and just like you said, I, I don't, how would you say, don't dismiss how you feel.
4: Yeah. In
1: fact, it, it can often be more accurate than the blood work. And there are a lot of times where the blood says this, and you're like, but I feel great. Mm-hmm. And you defer only to numbers as opposed to how your body's actually functioning and its metabolism. So I don't want you to overemphasize that it's not that they can't be helpful but your point is you followed you knew where you were you saw the transition you know where you are now and um, my gosh what you've accomplished thank and, you, and so thank I, you. I
2: especially being i mean i'm not saying that i'm old but you know once you get past that 35 it just you know to put on the type of mask that i need to to be competitive mm-hmm. is difficult uh and the stars really need to be aligned and with hypothyroidism it's just you're right behind the eight ball Right immediately. Yeah. You know, so it was just such a blessing that we met and you suggested that and I just took a leap of faith with it. And obviously I trust nutritional frontiers and their products and they use so many more of their stuff. The women's complete has been great. Um, the super creatine for my workouts has been great mm-hmm. um, but I have a whole stack and just and things are in line and since we met I've put on a good 5 pounds of lean mass which is pretty awesome Yeah. and um, I, I feel great and I'm ready to just go crush the season and I didn't think that I would be competing again this season but I'm going to go do it yeah,
1: okay. So is there a pro level you're talking about here?
2: There is um, and so it's really arrogant at my stage to say you know I'm going to go for my pro card um, mm-hmm. but you know you don't go into to a competition, wanting to play
1: second, right. <laughs> you know that's just a waste of time. so so we got we
2: right. got to go to a we got to go to a local show. We got to qualify for the national show, and then the, the goal is is the national level show sometime at the end of August in Pittsburgh. Yeah. So in
1: now, uh, your husband's with you here. He was here. No, no, no. no.
2: He's back at home. Back at home. Okay. Because
1: yep. I think did I meet him in yeah. Pittsburgh or no? Mm-hmm. No, no. 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 I just had the vague memory. I did, but no, he he's supporting he's you and your efforts.
2: Yes, absolutely. That's absolutely. awesome. I have a ton of family support. You yeah, know, they they all know that you know Billy has to have some kind of goals sitting in front of her for her to, to be happy, and so this is just what I've what, been an athlete my
1: whole what life. did he think and the family think about your transition just by tweaking some of what was flowing in, in terms of nutrition?
2: Yeah, pretty amazing. You know, it's just it, it's got to be so hard for the people around you to see you know you be a shell of what you once were and then not know how to help you and then you go and you see traditional medicine like the endocrinologist that can't even consult on my female hormones you know it's just like it's mind, <laughs> it's mind-blowing I'm yeah. like you are a hormone doctor right but you can't tell me anything else here it's just insane and then obviously did he discouraged the iodine and supplementation as well um so yeah off the synthroid yeah. now. yeah Switched nice. over to the tyrosine, uh the Tyrevans, and, yeah. and, and I'm on a low dose of that. Fantastic. And I don't think that that's something I'll even need to be on for the rest of my life either. You know, so that's just, uh, yeah.
1: Another it's nice. beautiful miracle. And what is a miracle yeah. but a changed consciousness, a belief that you yeah. can do something that others tell you you can't do, yeah. and utilizing the tools of, uh, I think, clo- closely aligned with the natural world as opposed to the synthetic versions like synthroid you know i know there's a place for that my wife sure. was on it when we first met they were gonna just destroy her thyroid and i don't know that she'd be alive today had she gone down that road so transitioning to the armor over the years and then even more and we're talking about the thyrovans and different things and nourishing the body iodine selenium and things yeah be afraid be very afraid and these are the things that you know even today as i'm talking to some of the folks you know i spoke about copper a little bit
4: yeah.
1: and they're like well my doctor told me to be be careful with copper; it's toxic. I'm like, you know, first of all, I would never encourage you to take toxic amounts of anything. But the essentiality of these things that they claim are dangerous, like selenium, is so backwards. So that's the dangers that we would fear the things that would sustain us, would actually bring that vitality back to the body in yeah. terms of functionality.
2: Yeah, yeah, and we just don't get these things from the food we eat, and also too being really. Um, mindful of what that you are putting in your body that your body doesn't like and getting, you know, testing like the KMBO testing. Um, Paulina Petrovich put me on to the KMBO testing. And I found out that I couldn't eat, you know, egg whites and eggs and, and things that were just a part of my diet every single day that was constantly keeping my body in this heightened state of inflammation. And as soon as I took those items out with a simple test, I got the results back within two weeks. Was that the guy that was I here doing the better. blood... Yeah, that guy yeah, can one of his... or... Yeah, I
1: think originally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, i eventually want to inter- interview him. I was he, hoping
2: he's awesome. His yeah. product is awesome. Um, Paulina through 77 Nutrition, mm-hmm. she's awesome. She put me on a great diet plan that had removed all those foods. Yeah. You know, in conjunction with that and the supplementation and just, you know, yeah. being blessed with such wonderful people around me. Here we are.
1: <laughs> and the thing is, folks, the nutritional frontiers family, it's like the Robert Scott Bell Show family. You guys are awesome. Such camaraderie and, and yeah. the spirit, the uplifting, of, and the, the desire to learn and yes. and and being willing to teach and share information is so amazing. Uh, so as you're entering. Uh, the, the, the season, you can talk about the pro tour, pro card, I don't know all the technology and the language, but um, is, is it uh, it's a physique kind of thing? It's, it, is it a strength training or is it more or less how you present when you're up on
2: stage? It's aesthetics. It's, it's okay. aesthetics. Um, and so there are several different categories. I compete in the uh, smallest division in terms of muscle mass, and it's called bikini. Um, in my opinion, it's a more feminine uh, part of bodybuilding. Yeah. Uh, I just don't have desire to get any bigger than that. It's, no, no, I, I yeah, think that
1: yeah. I'm in on on that. I yeah. like still some femininity, right?
2: Yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. And then you know, I mean, obviously, and that's to skirt away from this, the subject. You know, I just don't want to, you know, have to inject things into my body that yeah. you know is going to put me outside of exactly. what my what my. Athletic potential just really is. Right. Um, So, and, and you said the femininity is really important. Not judging anybody, you know, do what you want to do with your life. Yeah, your no, body. look, as you know, an adult, we're, we're all about that freedom, you know, do right. what you want with your body. So. If
1: I want to get into controversy and we talk about what they're doing to kids, that's a different story. I mean, oh. it, that, that's just it, you know. <laughs> that's
2: for another
1: time. Exactly. And we can go <laughs> I there. I would be happy. But uh, Coach Billy Nicole, we got at Coach Billy Nicole on, and it's B-I-L-L-I-E, uh, on Instagram. Yep. That's how we connect and share things, which is great. And yep. then you have, if somebody wants to reach out and consult.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nicole at gmail.com okay yep and it's c-o-a-c-h-b-i-l-l-i-e-n-i-c-o-l-e at gmail.com i do uh, online programming for strength and endurance athletes i also do online programming for lifestyle clients if you just want to get fit and in shape mm-hmm. at any age um you know i don't care if you're 75 85 95 let's do it yeah you know, live your best life you know let's let's get it on and off the toilet with some strength you right. know like i, I that's that's the work that I love to do is, is making impact on the functionality of someone's work.
1: And, and remember work, everybody's body is different. There are different types and styles and things, you know, they're bigger, they're smaller. I mean, everybody's unique and you work with your body as it's been given to you, but yet you can, of course, enhance hey, and improve do do by doing things do? the things we talk about, the things that <laughs> coach Billy Nicole can help you with if you want. And you're in the Pittsburgh area. No, no I'm no? in
2: Detroit. We met Detroit, in Pittsburgh. West Bloomfield, okay. Okay. Detroit.
1: That's right. Yeah, I did West hear Bloomfield. some Detroit, Michigan type yeah, accent. Michigan. There. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it a little Salad. bit. Yeah, I, I wish somebody could do something about that Whitmer lady. Ugh. That's a mess, right? Just show her your bicep uh, and show she should run, yeah, leave the state. Yeah,
5: yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. All right, Coach. Just pray on Coach it. Billy Nicole, God bless you. Thank you for sharing your story, and, and you, you so inspire much. me as well. That we had just this conversation that led to something so wonderful in her life, and this is this is why I do what I do as well, and remind you that the power to heal is yours. Definitely. All right. Welcome, everybody. Uh, This theoretically or actually is the second hour of the Robert Scott Bell Show for Monday, the uh, April uh, 3rd edition. That's our plan anyway. Uh, Recorded live at the well, nutritional frontiers. I call it an escape, but it's not. It's immersing yourself. Immersion. It's immersion into healing, into nutrition. And uh, Jamie Dorley did an incredible job bringing everybody together in Clearwater, Clearwater Beach. You can see if you see the visual side of the show today the pool and the beach well behind us but it's just gorgeous here a little windy but very nice and uh in fact I, I i'm not used to this um thing called humidity since we moved away about four and a half years ago and it's sticky here I'm like oh it's so dry where i am now but it's lovely and i'm just my skin is probably gonna be very happy it's uh, looking a little uh uh well i'll just dump in the pool later or the or the ocean anyway this is the robert scott bell show robertscottbell.com Uh, Sign up for newsletters uh, by just coming over to robertscottbell.com or texting my initials RSB to the number 22828. Uh, The number 22828 sent RSB and you'll be initiated to uh, get that uh, uh, plugged in. So you'll be always knowing what you can do. And in fact, the Nutritional Frontiers discount code is available for all y'all out there. RSB15, even on sale items, you can double dip, get an extra fifteen percent If somebody has a problem with that, talk to Jamie Dorley. He'll tell them what what it's all about. So, uh, part of the, the weekend were pre- many presentations. I, I went up and spoke just briefly on some things right after uh, Jacqueline uh, Shedden joining, joining us now on the Robert Scott Bell Show from Blue Sky Health and the Blue Sky Method. She's a, a nurse for, I don't know, 20 years, including a nurse practitioner. And we've been spotlighting a lot of nurses from the Nurse Freedom Network to Nurses Out Loud. Great folks that are saying, you know what, we've got to do better now that I know better. So question is, Jacqueline, when did you start to know better about the dangers of allopathic nursing and integrating nutrition and other things that are you know healing right
6: pretty much when i graduated nurse practitioner school back in 2013 mm-hmm. i was like there's a lot of medications that are recommended in the program that's what we have to study for our testing and um you know it was really ironic because when i was in school one of my clinicals i had a nurse practitioner that really introduced me to the supplement world and I was like, this makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I started taking some myself, and then I was like, I feel better. You know, so it just kind of connected the dots slowly. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but when I graduated, I actually was fortunate enough to start working in functional medicine. You know, the universe just aligns that way. So 10 years later, I'm I'm so grateful to still be in the functional medicine field, and will never go back to any type of
1: allopathic. <laughs> oh, and we... <laughs>
6: we do both in yes. the office of course So no, you know but it has got to get to the root cause and really
1: help people. well many nurses have woken up as some many doctors in the covid last crazy three years
6: mm-hmm.
1: and saw somewhat the limitations of their training but also saw the control and the manipulation and the deviousness of those who would control what you as a nurse could do or what doctors could do, those that are broken out of it and going, you know what, There's a I can do better than what they're saying I should do and I'm succeeding. And yet They were not applauded or lauded and said, hey, what are you doing because 100% of your patients are alive and living, right? And ours are all dying in hospitals. And you ever asked that question? And so many nurses and doctors have woken up and say, mm, I do a
4: lot. Mm-hmm
1: and uh, you probably saw this awaken, even though you were doing things before this.
6: Yeah, COVID was a big eye-opener for me professionally as well, because a lot of my colleagues were afraid to treat COVID patients, and I treated several hundred COVID patients, and it was, I mean, there was, the patients were calling crying, you know, they were afraid to go to the hospitals, they were afraid to speak out, and they didn't want to be treated, you know um, like the hospitals were offering stuff and it was something simple as just giving ivermectin which we all know is very safe yeah <laughs> and i would treat one person and the rest of the family would come and all virtually you know but i was working seven days a week and it was emotional for me because these patients were so scared and they really had nowhere to go and i had patients that had left the hospital and i tr- and i treated them you know as well after they had left the hospital like AMA.
1: So did, have you gathered a lot more, uh, let's say, of the nursing community to what you're doing, more interest, more intrigue about what you've been doing? And now we, we, we're going to talk about this blue sky method that you've helped to develop as well. But was there a, a, a surge of, of interest or?
6: Yeah, I mean, you know, working in functional medicine, you start to see patterns. Right. And I think in COVID, that's when really people started paying attention. And then functional medicine, I think, has really skyrocketed, you know, more on the down low somewhat, but I think that's going to be the way medicine is going to be done. Maybe it might take 30 years, you know, for everyone to kind of jump on board. But I absolutely feel like that is the future, you know, and there's several of us now that are really driving this really need a need, you know, because patients are coming to us and saying, I've been told everything is normal, I've been told that my blood work looks fine, and I feel the worst i felt my whole life, Mm -hmm. you know, what's going on? So it's just looking a little deeper and keeping it really, really simple for these patients, you know, and the practitioners so that it's not overwhelming.
1: So when did you connect with Jamie Dorley and Nutritional Frontiers and integrate that into the Blue Sky Method and the nursing that you
6: did? So, I mean, I've, I've... been working with Nutritional Frontiers products for almost ten years. Almost my whole entire career. I started out with the um, the GI Complete. and uh, I love the you know power cleanse and stuff and so I've known them you know we're working with them for like eight years at least and then over the last three years I would say maybe three and a half years is really when I developed a lot of these protocols that I use in my office and you know with testing patients blood work before and after and really seeing these results and I was like wow like look at this stuff, you know, and then I did it with another patient and another patient and so you just see these patterns and these patients getting better and then they're sending their family, their friends, or anyone they can let anyone they can tell. So it's great for business and it's also great just to be able to serve in that way. You know,
1: so did this develop into this thing called the blue sky method?
6: Yeah. So, you know, we developed a nurse practitioner training program to help nurse practitioners open up their own functional medicine without having any business experience, without having any functional medicine experience and without having any idea where to start. Because I know a lot of nurse practitioners, you know, here just locally in Tampa and then all over the country that want to get into functional medicine and they have no idea how to do it. And they don't know the business side of it and, you know, they're afraid. And patients are just waiting for them to be ready and so that's what's so exciting is that we're able to offer this program and my husband lee who's an attorney is also going to help with the business side and you know just the you know forming your entity have you
1: set it up like a private membership association pmas are now really exploding because of uh, the control factor within the public health sector and how wrong they got it and get it continually like we don't want to do what you've done. You guys have failed. We're doing it. We're doing it in a way that works.
6: <laughs> well, we, you know, we just want to make it simple.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: You know, we just want to make it super simple. And you know, my <laughs> husband left his corporate law job a year and a, a year ago, mm. and I'm on maternity leave technically right now. And I have a nurse practitioner at the office, and so we have so much more time to really dedicate to this. And so we're just launching our beta program. And, you know, getting the word out because we want feedback also from the nurse practitioners that are joining because that's the most important thing is like, Mm -hmm. how is it serving you? Is it working? Is it not? What do we need to tweak? So it's just we're so excited.
1: I'm excited about it. Now, (laughs) I'm excited if you're going to be able to make it to. I just told you about this before we we got on the air about the. a wellness Pairing Revolution, Doctors Terry and Sue Warner. They're hosting a big event in Nashville, including many of my friends in the nursing community, like Kimberly Overton, who started the Nurse Freedom Network, mm-hmm. uh, Nurse Michelle, who does Nurses Out Loud. There's so much happening in the nursing community, exploding into how do we integrate, how do we go more natural, and what you're doing is something that's been done for a while, and they did, maybe they're not aware of you as well. And I'd love for you to cross pollinate at an event like that. I think it would be yeah. terrific. So that's coming April 28th through the 31st. If you look at the Upcoming Events tab, the Robert Scott Bell Show website, robertscottbell.com, you'll see that the Health Freedom Event and Expo will be there in Nashville. Uh, That's after the one I'm doing in Utah, Utah BeHealthyUtah.com. That's the 21st to 22nd of Friday, Saturday, at the Mountain America Exposition Center in Sandy, Utah, Salt Lake area. And that's going to be a wonderful event as well. So uh, you guys plug into all that's upcoming, and uh, maybe you'll get to meet... uh, uh, Jacqueline as well at the, that event or many others. Now, this, this weekend has been tremendous. I saw you on stage toward the end and you were so emotional. What was it about <laughs> that moment? You know, I know you're another, you've just had another baby just not long ago, Ten right? Weeks. 10 weeks ago. And, and of course there's gonna be emotions associated with that. But was there something that was impacting you in that moment as you were sharing a little bit about what you're doing?
6: I, you know, this is something so near and dear to my heart. I'm a nurse. You know, I've been a nurse since 2004. Yeah. And I, you know, the way that our healthcare system is right now, it's broken. And I hate to say that and it breaks my heart to say that. You yeah. know, the patients are the ones that suffer. And I feel that nurses are going to be the ones that are going to turn it around. You know, they're going to, because we're nurses, we're, we're at your bedside, we're, see, we're seeing you when you're at yours. I used to work in the emergency room. And, it was, it was so hard on me emotionally, but that's when patients need us. You yeah. know? And right now, we're all in an emergency room.
4: Yeah,
1: you know?
6: yeah. And people are looking for help, and they feel lost and afraid, and, and they don't have to be, and I think nurses are the ones that are going to connect them to feeling like themselves again.
1: Well, yeah, to say we're in an emergency room, it's not an exaggeration. We're triaging the medical system if, it, if it's salvageable. Some have assessed that it's not, and we're, tr- we're setting up parallel tracks this is what i hear a lot maybe you've heard this too like uh we're like we can't reform this system that is so focused on big pharma and so controlled by them that we're going to kind of ease onto the side here and create a new lane that's what i'm here that's why i'm saying you're going to like meeting these nurses even though you've been at this for so long there's a lot that are new to it and they can learn from you and 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 vice versa we can all you know interact and do and do better and be better now part of uh, of course the allopathic side we've learned with the COVID jab, how dangerous it is to inject MRNA material. That's an experimental thing that they call a vaccination. But now it's causing nurses and doctors to question the entirety of the vaccine schedule prior to this as they said, wow, if they lied to us about this, what else were we deceived about? And it's a very uncomfortable moment, but an important wake up moment to, to come back to integrity to not harm or to do no harm.
6: Well, I think when you when you hear something like that, and you know internally that it's you know, you just know. I mean, I never wanted to go anywhere near that, you know. And I have family members that have a lot of chronic health history, and we all had COVID, and two of my family members were hospitalized, and none of us ever got the jab, and we really did great because we were prepared prior. One thing that really was frustrating for me was that nobody was talking about what you eat, how you sleep, how your relationships are, the things that we can do that don't cost us any money or don't cost the government any money or cost any with right. our own tax money, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? So those are the things that are really important, but nobody talks about that because there's not any business in that, and, mm-hmm. you know? You can go walk down the street, you know? And that's not gonna cost you any money. Yes. But it's certainly gonna make you more prepared to have, you know, some sort of virus, you know?
1: Well, it, you know, a healthier interaction with the world around us, whether we're dealing with naturally occurring things that could be threats to us or whether they're so-called gain of function. Um, but the idea is what, if you ask the question, what is health? Is health the absence of disease or is, is it the vital force flowing through you with such, uh, what would you say, vigor that, you know, you could walk through a wall of so called viruses and you see, well, he wasn't affected, she wasn't affected. Is it really the virus or is it the host? Is it the terrain? What about, you know, restoring integrity to that?
6: Yeah. I mean, I have, you know, we have a 10 week old and we have almost a five year old and they've never had any vaccines. Oh, uh, hallelujah. Never had any, you know. This is what, but not from what. That like no antibiotics, you know. But we give her the basic stuff so that because nutrients are so important and we don't get enough from food, she's gluten free, dairy free. She does it all, you know. Yesterday at the party last night, she someone offered her cake and she turned it down. Nicely, and it had nothing done. to do with me, you Love know. It. And it's just like she's at five years with of herself. age, she's four and a half. Four
1: and a half. This <laughs> is my daughter as well. This is how she was raised, and she would. Just, I don't want that. Yeah. In fact, uh, when she was a little kid, the first thing she learned to read was the word organic. And so, she asked me,
6: Mom, is that our gig?
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah, well, what an adorable little girl you have, and she's so bright. And, you know, now uh, my daughter's almost 18, and my son is 23, and they're still organic and clean because this is the way we live. People ask, how did you keep them? That? I didn't keep them that. I told them, you can eat whatever you want when you go out, but pay attention to what your body cells tell you because it's smarter than any doctor. It's smarter than your dad. Your body will tell you. And they learned very early on that, oh, that food is not good for me. My body doesn't like that therefore they stayed strong and are strong, although we have a wrongful view in our culture. It's, it's really astonishing, Jacqueline, how we view people that can eat fast food restaurant food and not at least get diarrhea as being healthy. And, and the, the healthy response to that kind of quality of food, which is not very qualitative, would be to throw it right up. It's a violent reaction, but your body says, this does not belong in me. And so we have a different view of health in our. You know, I grew up in an Alabama medical family mm-hmm. to become a homeopath and see things differently. So it's a radically different view.
6: But if they've only had, that's only all the nutrition they're getting. Their body's going to try to utilize correct as, as much as possible, right? Yep. So They're not really getting any other options because, like, I know if I ate something like that, I would immediately throw up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. People are like, "You don't want cake?" I'm like, "No, I can't." Like, it's not. I don't want. And it's
1: not because you're sick that you throw it up. It's because you're healthy. You you have not adapted, and adaptation is. Is good for survival it's not thriving it's a chronic state of living and I realized that was my life that my body I had chronically adapted to survive the food that was being given me so if people are not reacting the way we are talking about eating something that's not good for them it's not because they're healthy and vital it's because they've adapted to the toxic poisons that come in and they no longer react in a healthy vigorous thenic manner and so that's something we don't know in the Western world, the allopathic nursing yeah. even mindset is not teaching that. This is important and that you understand it. I'm all in. Blueskyhealth.com, sky bluesky, S K Y E, method.com. That's beautiful, Sky. And what is the, the, um, the thing if a nurse comes along with the blue sky method, what will they, how do they tap into that? What is it that involves?
6: Yeah. So we have a beta program, uh, program going on right now. So it's an opening enrollment. Um, we're going to actually launch April 11th. Mm-hmm. This is our first live session, right? So this is our beta. So it's going to be a discounted price and okay. we're going to get a lot more you know, hands on. And so you're going to learn how to open a business. How to run the business, how to do the marketing, how to do the functional medicine aspect, how to prescribe functional—you know—in a functional way. So, compounded prescriptions, um, hormone replacement, supplement protocols, interpreting lab work, um, and then you know, to well, all the way to your grand opening. So, if you signed up for the program say today, 12 weeks from now, you'd be able to open your office.
1: I love it. There's so much innovation happening out there, folks. And, and being out in the world like this, I, I would have never met Jacqueline had I not come to the Nutritional Frontiers event. And that's why this is so great. And you can you know rub elbows with people that are actually doing the work, may have done it for 10 or 20 years already. And so you can tap into that knowledge and experience and, and jumpstart or shortcut some of the things that might take a lot longer time. But others have been down this road before. And maybe some of you have been down the road and you want to help others to do it. So come to these events, learn and teach at the same time. And how wonderful it is! So, um, anywhere that they are, they can tap into this remotely.
6: Yeah, this is a completely online event or online program.
1: Okay, even though you're in the Tampa area. yeah,
6: yeah. Okay. So, I mean, obviously, if you wanted to come chat at the office, we're welcome to do that. As well see how it really works. Very so, cool. You can always come here to the office in Tampa, but it's completely online and everything's
1: over there yeah and you're right near where we are sarasota where natural immunogenics manufactures the sovereign silver sovereign copper and argent 23 again big reason why my kids have never had an antibiotic not not even well they've never had jabs they've never had vaccines of course but it's not like these kids and it's a normal part of being a human being on the planet to have what they call an infection but can we manage it and overcome it without resorting to chemo Yes, I've seen it, it's true, it's factual, and you can do it too. And there are wonderful tools when we come together here at this event. And my friend Tatiana, shout out to her at Natural Neonogenic, she was hanging out a couple of days here at the event and gave samples to everybody to try it out, which is great. And a topical gel that would replace all the petrochemical neosporin you'd ever thought you needed, you won't need it anymore. That's cool too.
6: Amazing. i yeah. using silver forever. My daughter wouldn't take the little shot, so
1: I just put it in her trick. Nice. <laughs> There you water. go. <laughs> there you go. So the the events like this that came to your backyard, have you ever traveled to some of these events too?
6: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been up to Pittsburgh for nutritional ventures and I've been to some other functional medicine events as well, but nothing like nutritional ventures. Yeah. I, just, I love how they really look at you as a practitioner and I also want you to have a little bit of downtime and relaxation. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Ago. I mean, we were on the pirate ship last night till nine o'clock. <laughs> it was so much fun. a beautiful breakfast and a meditation this morning and they're just really, I think, one
1: of the best companies that I've ever worked with. Yeah, no, I, I just, I'm blessed that we're all connected here. Uh, and Jamie Dorley has a real vision. He's bringing great people together. And yes, that we get we get to go on pirate ships and dance the night away. Yeah. I wouldn't call what I was doing dancing, but I was moving to the music, oh, it doesn't matter. It was so much fun. <laughs> and And yet here I am, so driven that I'm actually doing interviews on the beach overlooking the pool because I believe so much that we must take the opportunity to share our stories. And I'm grateful that we have this opportunity to share yours for the first time. So
6: quite grateful
1: for it. And, and Jacqueline, if you guys can make it to Nashville, again, I think it would be amazing. Yeah. You will connect with a lot of cool people. So I'll get you that information afterwards or come to the website, robertscottbell.com. There's the Upcoming Events tab. You can see all the things you want to be at or any any of them that you can attend. Some of them are online, but a lot of them are actually where we go and get together and we're not afraid. It's so cool. Hey. All right, Jacqueline Shedden, and it's Blue Sky Health, S K Y E, health.com, BlueSkyMethod.com. And y'all check it out. You nurses are going to be doing greater things than ever, and I'm loving it. I'm thankful for you. Thank you. All right, back after this. All right, there's nothing better than I can think to do than hang out with Judy Mikevich at the beach and hang out with her during her birthday weekend. And I got to do some of both of that. And uh, we have uh, Professor Dr. Judy Mikovits, uh, one of the most amazing, amazing souls on planet Earth and on this journey. And I'm honored and grateful to call her a friend. And we've had such a journey together in the limited time, the years of, of that we've been on the planet, a lot fewer of those total years we've known each other. But I'm telling you, uh, she's a very special soul. And she's got a heart of gold, as well as, yes, a mind that we know that you can't stop and it's hard to keep up with. But it's just so much fun every time I just smile when she's talking. And that's why I'm talking right now, because I won't be able to talk much after this as I turn it over to her. But it's just so much fun if you are interested in uh, the scientific validation of things, things that she's seen in her lifetime in the in the realm of the corruption that now most people are aware of because of COVID. And, you know, I was aware of it so many years, 90s, because as I studied to become a homeopath, I learned about things I never learned growing up allopathically and pharmaceutically. Uh, you know, It was all about be afraid of germs, they're going to kill us all, and there was no talk of the terrain going back to Baichon and understanding that, and yet there are difficulties. I don't know if you've ever met Dr. Robert Burkirk from the uh, Alliance for Natural Health UK and Europe. No. We were talking about you the other day where your ears burning um, because of the controversies between terrain and, and, and germ, but they're not mutually exclusive. There's realities to both of these things, but the terrain impacts the vulnerability And as you've said, even when we talk about the controversies of viral causation, that even things that are big and scary, whether they're called HIV or, or, you know, XMRV, it depends on the weakened immune system or terrain that has been so corrupted for its ability to take advantage of vulnerability, as opposed to being so devastating that everybody dies
4: by exposure.
1: the
5: And the reason I don't, you know, everybody says, which is it, the terrain or the germ theory? Well, it's neither. And it's, it's always been neither because the terrain is not the terrain any more than it's a virus. So you what we appreciate now because of advances in technology is that, you know, let's just say your brain. Well, it's protected by a skull, it's a lump of fat, it's a very different terrain than your heart or your muscles yeah. so you have a very different protection you have a very different layer of protection and and that would involve things like cellular signaling and cell membrane so the terrain is different even in the protection of the macrophages of what can get infected and and so. You know, that are vast and destroyed purposely with these bioweapons is because then all the terrain is affected, but it tends on weaknesses in your past, like when you see inflammation. So COPD (laughs) isn't... is <laughs> an inflammatory disease
1: I have as, as you speak you cough right <laughs> yeah. yeah and and just so you know uh you know and I wrote about in the book about how I was addressing lung uh inflammation and lack, lack of oxygenation. part of it was the silver um to nebulize to bring uh, a substance in a safe way that could reduce cytokine storms locally also help oxygenate because they have an affinity and and yet it was just so simple in terms of what would help us do that and right. and we know that in the drug world, even if they mean well, there's always a toxicological burden or, and a destruction, indiscriminate or otherwise, to tish, tissue. That even if you help one thing, you can harm another or maybe ten other things. So, always trying to figure that out and do right. better. Right. And that's and, part of our And this journey. is
5: what we do in formulations, as you were just saying. Um, you don't. So, what happened in, in, in COVID is, Budesonide is is, um, for the lungs. Celebrex is for the lungs. Um, you don't use a, a general steroid and silence all your immune system because that's what you're going to do yeah. so in the brain you want low dose naltrexone and you want cerumin not ivermectin ivermectin is for the gut you know can you use the pharma the 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 pharmacy the uh, the drugs in a correct way yeah this is what my patents about and it's protecting the pathways so that you localize and and mitigate the the broader the terrain damage. Yeah. yeah so so you localize the you know you you it's a sniper so you your your antibody responses are your snipers our immune systems don't weaken as we get age they as we age they get stronger because then you've seen all the antigens in your environment mm-hmm. and you and you have a memory response that, that you don't even recognize
1: but yeah we, you're talking about localization but so many people as they age and even young people now are dealing with systemic crises multiple systems right so the immune right. system is not getting to be the, the sniper now it's like it's everywhere all at right. once like that movie that multiverse movie and and we can't sustain that forever right it's exhausting to the system so we talk about how do we modulate immunity that's why you know when i started delving into the copper issue and you know we're like oh my gosh could we be deficient in something so basic that we've been told to be afraid of it's funny how over the years the doctors told me selenium that's dangerous copper that that's and these are the things that are so critically deficient that if we don't understand how to get them in we're going to be chasing things even with drugs that we wouldn't need to.
5: And how to get them in, where we would have the problem, is you apply them systemically and you poison yourself. It's formulation. Magnesium 3 and 8 is one that is in the brain, you know, not everywhere else. And so when you use one thing, like you and I were talking about, no, you don't give people hydroxychloroquine and zinc. You know, we're, we're minerally deficient because then you're going to become copper deficient. And so, you know, we five-year-olds on a soccer field who play the pill ill and we don't want to change... Our entire lifestyle and of course the government's not going to let us realize we've had the cures all along to all of this that's not going to happen they don't that's why they censor us because they don't want to know that the the technology was already used for good mm-hmm. and and they that they knew the base pairs to change in their bioweapon to avoid certain immune responses in certain populations yeah. and those are the crimes against humanities that we're
4: fighting
1: yeah, you know, Dr. Judy Mikovits speaks in such in-depth, and of course, uh, sometimes a lot of scientific terminology, and I love it, but at the same time, the fun jokes are with Tracy, our, our buddy Tracy Stroup, your friend, as well, how it's like, I got to take what you say in a way that, that lands for people. Uh, and, you know, as we talk about the terrain and the germ and all of that, I, I can dance back and forth, and I love it so much, but again, I appreciate the ability, for those of you who hear words and you're like, you glaze over I want you to feel the energy and that's the thing about judy she's bringing the heart with it that is so lost in so much of the scientific realm where it becomes so worshipful of the mind and mental processes that we lose the spirit the spiritual essence of our very existence that should not be abandoned just because hey i'm into science and smart stuff right it's that's what's created a problem that i would say just because we can do something should we when you don't have the heart and the spirit connection, you're like, what does it matter? I'll do whatever I want. Damn the consequences. It doesn't matter. When you have the connection to spirit and understand the godliness of our pursuit and our existence here, you don't abandon that. You go, all right, yeah, we can do a lot of interesting things because we've got smart minds. But the should we, that you also get that. And this is where you were thrown out or even in prison because you had a sense of right and wrong that apparently was not part of the scientific establishment at the highest level
4: uh,
5: right and and but at the same time we were funded there are great and good people in there that are now realizing they were lied to because we developed you know the natural communities that's what I am I'm a natural products chemist I did fermentation chemistry yeah make beer and wine and so you and the terrain is different the terrain right here in Florida is very different from California or the desert. You have to think about that, and God already did. Yeah. When you don't believe that God gave us everything we need, that's the epigenetics. That's on top of the genes. It's our environment in in making us sick. These things aren't, you know, inborn errors of metabolism. There was only one when I graduated college, in. Um, And in 1980, um, I had a book on um, behavioral disorders, but I also worked in hospitals. So we test newborns with a heel stick for something called phenylketonuria. Oh, too many ketone bodies in your urine because you can't metabolize phenylalanine. And that's an inborn error. It's just a single chain. And we know things like you have overmethylators or undermethylators because epigenetically, the poisons in our earth, um, God changed single nucleotides in order that certain populations wouldn't die. So to protect us, black people have the strongest immune systems because they're near the equator so they get dark um, so that they don't burn up. And so their vitamin D sensors are clipped once they're expressed. So uh, who are you once you're born? And so in the environment, it just eclipses them, and it was an enzyme called nagalase. And everybody's, oh, they put Nagalus in the vaccines. No, they never clean the animal tissues. They manufacture vaccines in a fermenter with cow blood, with pig blood, with aborted fetal cell lines. They grow different viruses in different terrains that support the growth kidney cells, Vero, monkey, kidney cell lines, they detox viruses. And so that's a place you can grow viruses because so many toxins go
4: through the kidney.
1: But they don't purify and cleanse and clean to the appropriate way that people perceive, well, these are the scientists, they have all the technology, it's going to be different than the time of Jenner when they just took the pus from cow udders and just jammed it under the skin and ended up with sepsis and lost limbs. But no, it's not changed a lot. There's still a lot of that contamination but with better pr and technology
5: and it's and it's actually it's actually a federal crime because not one single vaccine since all liability was removed in 1986 has been tested with a placebo control with with saline with nothing you you test they they test flu vaccine you know warp speed so you know when we use this language every single shot is warp speed They grow it in the fermenter, they do nothing about it, they don't clean it up, all liability was removed, so they don't have to. But the federal law that removed the liability, um, the 1986 act that removed the liability, um, gave HHS, Health and Human Services, was supposed to do that testing every two years on everything on the schedule
1: we found out that they didn't
5: not they one. Yeah. in 2019 it was proven by informed consent Action Network and children's Health defense Aaron Siri the lawyers proved through Freedom of Information Act 20 years Brian Hooker did FOIAs, you know and, and Suzanne have people been trying to sound this alarm yeah. uh, that the, the, t- the law was being broken so it's absolutely a crime against humanity if any shot is given again there needs to be a full moratorium on all shots because not one of them had been tested and now because of the bio weapon. That's why they did it that way. Because our paper in 2009 that showed these animal viruses were hurting some people and that you couldn't put monkey stuff in in certain people didn't work really well. Not in all people because our God gave us a great immune system if we don't keep injecting, you know, neuroborreliosis. They injected it. It's it's the argument,
1: yeah, the argument that because not everybody's injured in the same way means that nobody's injured is absurd.
5: That's and, because and, the terrain's not exactly, the same. Exactly. Florida's not the same as the desert, and your air force has to guard in a different way. Your navy, your gut—we're individuals, and God gave us all. All men were created equal. That means the signals of the from the environment have to hit the nucleus exactly the same way. Vitamin D for for a black person, those sensors, those antennae on the surface of the cell, say, ah, that's no problem, and it's a resistor. One molecule equals .001, one 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 thousand. For somebody that doesn't see a molecule of sunlight, think of seasonal affective disorder. You're depressed, oh, that's the same cytokine storm. Of course you're depressed if you lock somebody inside away from the home. So uh, somebody in Sweden, their vitamin D receptors act like amplifiers one molecule equals a thousand in order to get the same message translated the
1: higher latitudes less exposure the body adapts and of course ideally for that environment you need that fairer skin to be able to in. Take the little access you have to the sun vitamin D. Speaking of vitamin D, I want to bring this up. Our friends at uh, Cardio Miracle, uh, when they you know studied that product and keep finding out new things about it, I have been reticent or reluctant to endorse a lot of vitamin D supplementation simply because I saw so many metabolic deficiencies in utilization of the D that they were taking that I felt as a fat-soluble, complex you know, hormone. Fuel, so it's not a simple water-soluble thing that, in, that we were accumulating this and not using it. And then come to find out that they uh, identified, uh, yeah, they identified that whatever this, form again, we know what the formula is, but I don't think John Hewlett, I think he downloaded this from God, it is a miracle, found out that they were... Activating the stored D, in other words, taking the D that had been absorbed, either created by a sun exposure or supplementally, and then taking that stored form and turning it in the active form. I'm like, finally, that's what I was concerned about. Exactly. And they had unlocked that somehow.
5: Yeah, that the paper they published last August. So I love the formulation, just having the expectation of what it would do. Um, but the functional paper that they put out, and and this is what we're here doing, um, with Nutritional Frontiers and with Cardio Miracle together here at this at this. Practitioner conferences. We're looking to do actual clinical trials with these things in a way to support these pathways for various other energetic healings and 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 adding vitamin D and protecting, which is the way we did it. So, Cardio Miracle, that August 2022 20, functional paper said. Modulated TGF beta, TGF beta is the, the regulator of the mass of the hematopoietic, the blood stem cell. It's a critical deal in the, in the pathogenesis of all this. What we're doing is, is is we're burning out our tissues because we're always trying to put out the fire. So yeah. you turn away from the mesenchymal stem cell to grow the organism. That's why we're all fat and flabby because your, your fat's gonna hold your top. Mm-hmm. Your fat's gonna hold your toxins and and um and it's not gonna let it go into the blood if you're gonna die of blood poisoning. Yeah. So so you're it's you, an so adaptive
1: getting- protective measure that we then of course we can call it a, a pathological pathway. In other words, we, we see disease organisms, we use cause all of these things, but recognize they're all adaptations to survive, not you know, this concept of of uh, Darwinian evolution like survival. No, survival is the most adaptable. And yet, and adap- God
5: gave us that adaptation, right. hundreds of different, um, vitamin D is actually a hormone, as you mentioned, and you can use too much. It controls 300 and counting immune reactions in, and they're not, all. they're not in the blood, some in the eyes, some here and there. Where do you need what to, it's location, 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 <laughs> it's real estate. Yeah. And too much of a good thing is too much. Right. And so everybody wants that quick fix and I don't agree with any of the nano formulas because you don't want it in every cell of the body. Right. That's why God gave you gatekeepers.
1: And the point is, the human and animal metabolism is way more intelligent than any doctor. And what we're talking about is honoring that process or these processes that we may not have uh, you know, knowledge or privy to, although they exist, we know they exist. And how do we bring in the appropriate forms for the use appropriate, where it needs to be? in. You know, we can't control all of that because it's so far beyond a computer design. Even if the artificial intelligence can't duplicate what God right. made.
5: Exactly. Yeah. And that's what they tell you it can. Yeah. And it can. The- and so Cardio Miracle is in a supplement. It's food. You are not delivering NO. You are teaching your body to deliver NO. Like right. it, We're being starved. We're being poisoned. I, I love it because it's got um, vitamin C from Acerola Terry's. Glyphosate, you know, anybody drinking any orange juice anywhere is going to have all our food is loaded with glyphosate. And that's it's a phosphate transporter. Well, phosphorylation is how we run most of our um, chemical reactions, enzymatic reactions. Kinases are are things that phosphorylate. They put a phosphate through some things. So you don't take natto kinase. Natto is fermented soybeans. Remember, I'm a fermentation chemist. Your own body should be able to phosphorylate it. So if you stick that on there, it'll work for a little while, but we can't make the groups cardio miracle. As you said, yeah. it allows our own body to function because it's got minerals. And we compared it to manna, you know, um, from God in the yeah, Bible. Yeah, yeah. And so when you stone ground it, remember, we started manipulating things instead of stone grinding, where you get subtle doses of selenium and minerals from the soil. And so you see the, the minerals, so the various minerals to support the, the pathways that allow your own body to heal. So it's not, you're not putting NO in like a product like Cialis or um, Viagra, but that is a really big problem when we laugh about it. Right now, MDs, to cover up, to to stop the problem of the cardiac, the myocarditis, the pericarditis inflammation, we created that inflammation intentionally with that bioweapon called a vaccine, and it never was. We can't, and it wasn't SARS-CoV-2. Notice it says SARS-CoV-2. I'm just going to keep saying it until somebody tells me I'm wrong, because I'm not. It's been in every polio vaccine since they made it in 2004 and published it. So, they put a little SIV and then they humanize the mice. Remember what your Project Veritas told us? But what they don't want us to know and why they don't want us to gather here like this is we show you how simple it is. You know, cardio miracle, we're going to, and proline greens and the pro oranges with the diabetics. So, the formulations that we hear here, you have a food, a foundational food that we're missing. And from there, a couple of months on that, then we'll see where the issue is, or even a month two weeks. And we can do things like apply vitamin D when we have to, when it's an ER situation and we've got to put a tourniquet on it, stop the bleeding. We can do that. That's what medicine's good at.
1: Yeah. And and folks, this is what's so exciting about discussions like this that we get to have. And our buddy Tracy Stroup is all in on this. And it's just such a joy to be able to go into the, the realm of what we call the sciences for those that you like them. Uh, But realize how much it's been corrupted, uh, whether it be economic or whether it be other nefarious uh, levels of of, of suppression, uh, because once you know the things we're talking about, you're no longer a slave to a system that says you have no power to heal. Uh, you have to come through us and we will give you the magic injection or the magic bullet pill, etc. And I was there much of my young life where I was victimized. And even the doctor said, look, uh, you know, we want to help you, but we don't know why you're sick. I'm like, thank you for being honest. I'm now I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm going to find somebody that could actually help me. And that's where I went to natural medicine homeopathy and worked with the, 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 the vital pathways that have been corrupted in my own body, in my own cells. And as I corrected it, it took some time, but not as long as I had been alive. When I started at 24 years of age, it took me two intense years of, a, ag- if I can call it aggressive, homeopathy is not aggressive, but the things I did by cleaning up what went into my body, helping to remove the, uh, the burden and beginning to supplement the things that we're talking about here, it, it, it corrected the metabolic dysfunctions that doctors said, you don't know why, here's a drug, here's a shot, here's a surgery. And, and so uh, culturally, there's a shift to recognize, yes, these people that went to medical school have smarts, but they're also very programmable. And we have learned that in the sciences, if you begin to ask questions that they don't want you to ask, you will your funding will dry up or you'll be re- jailed. You'll be relegated to villain status. And yet these are the people in history, whether it be Ignace Semmelweis, uh, you know, you've got the Copernicus, you've got Galileo, all throughout history, the folk, Jesus Christ, saying things that like are upsetting to the power structure on the planet, And of course they're targeted for elimination if they can be and this is what is not changed throughout the history of humanity but what is changing is like when we come together people who love God that are not abandoning that while they you know engage in very intelligent uh, inquiry and scientific inquiry it's not mutually exclusive like a lot of people in science are atheists I don't know why or how that happened they begin to worship the mind and you know, dry dry science, so to speak, rather than the, the beauty of science is it's trying to discover the world around us, the world within us, to help us understand what did God create here, rather than to go, oh, well, we're smarter than God. And there's a lot of arrogance that you've encountered in your le- lifetime on this level.
4: Right.
5: And, and and again, as we learned in as we learned in pandemic, um, you can't patent nature. Oh, so we know every single virus is gaining a function, and so we're patenting things to drive tests to drive drugs to drive an industry. So we know cardiovascular disease is not cholesterol, it's inflammation, everything is inflammation. Turn the flame on and don't let it go out and you can burn the tissue out, you will. So um, if we're, if we're um, uh, you know not discerning enough to realize or we can't love each other enough to find a way to, to talk, and explain to people, this isn't science. It's a cult
4: called scientism.
5: And and Patrick Wood does this, and he started working about the same time I did in 1980, that going down that path, of the technocracy, this one world order that somehow is following the Darwinian, because the bottom half of his thesis, evolution by natural immunity, or preservation of favored races in the struggle for life. And that's when I went, you know, there's no favored races in the struggle of life. All humans are created equal. Yeah,
1: well, that that was the the endemic racism, or if I can call it that. But it was entrenched in the belief system of that time for a lot of people. And a lot of people that went into the sciences were trying to develop the master race but led to the things like the Third Reich and Nazi Germany. And uh, it's a great evil. Uh, to recognize, of course, what we are told by God, that we are created in equality. Now, that doesn't mean we all have the same strengths and weaknesses. I mean, there's uniqueness and individuality, and that's the beauty also of biodiversity. We talk about whether it be microbiome or virome, but the reality is there's an appreciation among all of us that they did not have the consciousness to understand. And there are still people alive today, unfortunately, that are invested in these racial constructs that are so limited. I think they are devoid of the spirit in their lives.
5: That's exactly what we saw last week in Nashville. Mm -hmm. So somebody that just didn't have love in their life decided they just shoot three innocent nine-year-olds and three elderly people because they knew there was one God and it wasn't them. That was what that manifesto said. So we allowed people to shoot Christians because they were so, so devoid of love in in their life and and so hateful. And and yet we can't, it's not even called a hate crime in our Uh it's, it's, it's disgusting.
1: Yeah. yeah. So uh, other things I want to talk about, uh, Bobby Kennedy is seemingly maybe putting his toe in the water to potentially yeah. run for president. Have you talked well, to him about this? I, all right? I haven't
5: actually talked to him about it, but um, uh, Adele mentioned it last week at an event I was with, with David Avocado-Wolf. He yeah. mentioned uh, that he was trying to encourage Bobby to do that. And, and I had this wonderful idea to introduce him to my other favorite environmental lawyer, and that's Mike Hugo. So you remember who Mike Hugo is? He, with Barbara Lowe Fisher, right. uh, A Shot in the Dark from 1984, he actually wrote the law yeah. for the vaccine court. So he can bring it back from the corruption that the government corrupted it, um, finally um, destroyed it with the Brucewitz deception right. in 2011. Yeah. So I see my two favorite environmental lawyers, Mike Hugo and Bobby Kennedy teaming up to uh, heal the land. What do you think?
1: I love it. And, and by the way, folks, you know, if we talk in the political realm, we acknowledge that the Kennedy family in the 20th century, it's astonishing what they had been through. And of course, Bobby Kennedy, uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., uh, the, the nephew of uh, Jonathan, and, uh, Robert Kennedy's uh, son, uh, have quite a journey to lead. There is a lot of integrity there. And in politics, it's ugly. There's a lot, you know, I'm not I'm naive about this. I'm not a boy scout about it. But we have this uh, Hegelian dialectic being played out on us all. Whether you're a Democrat or Republican, you cannot like one another, you can't interact with There's no love there. And it used to be uh, you had disagreements about it, but you were still pals and friends. And I don't know what happened over the last few years that we all had to cancel each other out if we didn't agree 100% in everything. It's like, that's insane. That's just not normal. That's not even, that's not godly at all. And, you know, as I mentioned, my friend, why I was late to this Nutritional Frontiers event, I wanted to come in Friday, but I was doing a three-city barnstorming tour of Virginia with my good friend, Jonathan Emore, who's an FDA, well, say FDA attorney, but attorney who's beaten the FDA eight times. Based on freedom of speech issues, you know, he defends individuals. He doesn't drink a, a drop of alcohol, but he defends people who do. It's not about what trying to make everybody live like he lives. It's about what's right and wrong. Defense of liberty, defense of individual liberty, and he's decided because even after winning against the FDA eight times that the FDA just thumbed their noses at the courts. It's like, this is not right, there's no separation of powers anymore. And I, uh, he said, I'm going to run for the United States Senate in Virginia to defeat Tim kane who was one of the Hillary Clinton boys' lackeys. And he never voted against a, a, a mandate, he didn't want every mandate. In fact, this recently, last week, they, the, the the Republican House said, Hey, let's end this mandate a month early. This is all the, the emergencies on COVID. He voted against it. I'm like, What? And this is the guy that people of Virginia. And even if you're not in Virginia, they tip the scales of having some more people like a Rand Paul, those that, again, whether they come from the left or the right, I don't care, but they believe in liberty and limited government to maximize freedom of the people. And I think that is a godly pursuit because at the origin point of our country, and those of you here in the United States or those of you watching from around the world, I know we haven't lived up to our high ideals for the entirety of our history, but the idea that our rights come from God, not government, and that we had instituted a government that would limit be limited to protect, simply protect those rights, not run roughshod or violate them. So whether somebody comes in as a Democrat or Republican, if they have that as a core principle, I'm in with them, and I, I like Bobby Kennedy's integrity. As I've watched him over the years evolve, on the vaccine issue, he's a, uh, nobody would argue he's not an avowed admitted environmentalist. But he also recognized the capture, regulatory capture of you know, the EPA as well. And people like Ron Paul have said, "Look, I'm for the environment," and they think I'm not because I'm a Republican. <laughs> right. But if we could defend individual (laughs) of property, then we'd have an accountability instead of passing a law that the manufacturers of the vaccines there's no liability liability. and therefore they can make the most toxic poisons to be injected into the innocents among us, the babies and get away with it that's wrong on any side of the political aisle and so I think there's a a, a maturation that is occurring right now that's very interesting to me, I'm very excited about it
5: yeah, I am as well, I see see a lot of hope, knowing that you know, we had all the solutions as those we were in the sciences discovering God's laws and God's natural laws, and they're not a matter of opinion. Gravity is, is a, a law, a natural law of the universe. Gravity, you know, it's not a matter of opinion. You don't get to believe what you want to believe about viruses. They're a fact. We've got everything that is in the natural laws according to God that I'm telling you a few of. And now we've been able to discover them. That our God gave an endogenous cannabinoid system. Oh, that's the dimmer switch on inflammation. And, And yet, in 1938, All the cannabinoids, whether it be hemp or any of the thousands of plants um, were taken out of our environment. They're the best detoxifiers for the metals, the heavy metals, the poison. They make the best... the rope, the hemp, yep, the, rope, sales. The, the various things, strength and fibers that aren't deadly to us, fibers that are of nature, fibers that don't off gas. Poison.
1: I remember reading about the, the first Ford Model T's were made with hemp fiber instead of like cheap steel and they were strong and lighter and stronger and like why did we abandon it? Of course it was uh, interestingly enough in the 20th century, early 20th century, in the war effort it was like your patriotic duty to grow hemp and then suddenly it changes like oh no now you're a criminal if you grow it
4: right
5: and so we're going back to you know uh, again the 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 laws are unconstitutional therefore they're not law so we're going back to growing everything and using everything as food when you when you modify it and you make it into a nutraceutical You know, it's not a drug, it's still a flu, but it's still been modified according to God's nature, so you want to look at safety profiles, but the way the FDA used to be, generally regarded as safe. You know, that would have been the category of ivermectin, aspirin, um, and everything, generally regarded as safe, a flu. We don't have to do a clinical trial to prove our foods, work. Yeah. You know, this is what's been ridiculous. And I love Paul Merrick. And, and you know, he did that in, in the COVID. The steroid, the ivermectin, and that uh, was the last one uh, that they used, the, the vitamin C. Oh, the, C? Yeah. the vitamin C did on their own to really mitigate the problem. But when you put the three together... Then you were fine. And so that's taking advantage of synergies in our environment and knowing those pathways and what you were going to do. You were going to calm the inflammation, but the steroid can't be a general therapy. It has to be specific, right? has to be the lungs because that's a different terrain. And that's why I'm not in terrain. There's no, you apply the right drug. I'm a, I'm a drug formula and you apply the right food. And, and, and this is the way you can, that's it, what it, we do with these products like Cardiomy. Right. Now, if you have this, you can support it there. You won't have a bad side effect. <laughs> yeah, if like You are You can right. follow the charge. Otherwise, Almost anything right now. Thank you.
1: Mm-hmm. And I want to uh, bring up real quick another aspect of what we're talking about here, like the oxygenation issues. I mean, before COVID, very few people outside of the medical realm ever heard about blood oxygen saturation levels, it, right? So it's not part of the normal vernacular now, everybody knows about that. And I'm thinking, why was it a problem to carry oxygen and, you know, One of the equations I kind of found out is that without adequate copper, the iron that you might be having in abundance becomes an inflammatory component as well as uh, it lacks the ability to carry the oxygen in the way the metabolism is intended to do so. Again, a synergistic, how does one mineral work with another, and how does it become problematic without it? And and so these are the things we kind of unschool through research, investigation, and we say, well, what do we do? We, We put a systemic steroid to stop inflammation or do we say, hey, there's a, a mineral lacking here. If we can just bring that back in the mix, this other mineral that's in abundance will suddenly it'll work again the way it's designed to work. I don't know why that became so foreign. I mean, I guess I do in some level with the, you know, the profit-making ability of disease creation, right? And managing diseases is very profitable. But again, these are, for me, people that are Devoid of the spirit. It's just—it's nothing wrong with making money or earning a living, but to do so in a way that suppresses God's wisdom as it manifests through our bodies, so that we can be vital and healthy—that's where it crosses the line again. It's like that, and so we have people that reject all free market and all capitalism, and, and it's like they're going to the other extreme. And say, "Oh, if we only socialize everything, and you want the same dictators dictating everything about what we can put into our bodies—the mandates and the prohibition—again, it—it—it's." It, it's reactionary what we're trying to do is be proactive and assess historically like our founders did about why they established a government the way they did not because they were inherently racist although there was a lot of racial ideology back then but even thomas jefferson argued that the declaration of independence meant all men not just white men even though that was the acceptance of the time remember context is important historically so when people say oh america is an inherently racist nation it's like What other nation has allowed for the upliftment of all races if they apply themselves? And I'm not saying there are challenges. We all have challenges no matter what our skin color. But again, it's a context of being manipulated through divisive language to divide us because we look different or we believe differently versus recognizing we're all created in God's image and you know that manifests differently physically I think spiritually speaking and we may be talking more along those lines but we misinterpret all of the time and then we say you believe wrong I must beat you into submission or kill you in order to solve the problems of the world which is again how many times do we have to go through this are we beyond that yet I don't know but I'm thinking we're
4: getting closer I think
5: we're close, I think we're close to be it. And that's when, when we can gather like this and have a, have a great party and teach people um, that, um, you know, for me, the blessing is that so many of the doctors will come and they're open minded and they're excited about thinking about something in a way they didn't, even if it made them wrong.
4: Yeah,
1: It's exciting, honestly, to be here with folks that just have a heart, the heart of gold, the heart of healers that are coming together and they're coming from all backgrounds, which is what I've been so longing for. Medical doctors, homeopaths, naturopaths, chiropractors, nurses all coming together and going, you know what? We, we, we actually like each other and we help each other and we don't have to all be isolated and believe one's better than the other. It's so fun. And, and shout out to our friend, Jamie Dorley at Nutritional Frontiers for creating a space like this. I mean, he's, he's, he's caught the vision and he's helping make manifest that because he's got the ability to do this business, Nutritional Frontiers. And I'm so respectful of this man. And I, I encourage you, if you haven't been to one of these NF educational events or these other events we go to, you're going to be with me in Nashville, right? Coming yes. up at the end of the month, uh, the Warner's, to put together a, a great thing a lot of nurses are coming together doctors etc
5: you know what's so interesting uh my uh, you know in 1983 or 1982 the government started what was called the biological response modifiers program and it was doctors nurses i was a technician i was like 24 doctors nurses nurse practitioners technicians everybody we had a little grocery store a little safeway store in frederick maryland and we would do real time with the sickest people you know things like ozone there it literally it's in our book ending plague it i mean we literally cured AIDS and several kinds of cancer right yeah. then and there and in 1987 they canceled the program um, and uh, that was and still many 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 of our colleagues that's the most fun we ever had so when I started the first ever Neuroimmune Institute co-founded it for, to look at ME-CFS and and the immune dysfunction I did the exact same thing I just brought together the discipline all the disciplines from all the systems and let us all look at that perspective so in five years start to finish november 15 2006 2011 you know we we solve cfs the whole thing, and we, yeah. you know the cause, right.
1: you know the cure. What what if, imagine, again, imagine at the time the consciousness was right and ready, uh, that that wouldn't have happened. How how different this world would be. And even as we talk about terrain versus germ, had we paid attention to the things Faisant was talking about, about the terrain, how different would it have been? We would not have feared germs the way we've been embedded into this fear-based way of living. Really, it's not living, living in fear here Uh, so encompassing all of these things and finding out how they integrate synthesis if you will the synergy of all of that this is the kind of thing that Judy Mikevitz is doing I love it when we get together and the folks that are joining us on the air live or uh, wherever we go I'm just so blessed we're about almost out of time this hour it went so fast every time we hang out it's so amazing Uh, any other updates or announcements or anything you want to make before we wrap up
5: well, just that you know, we're here and um, we're going to continue this God wins tour, we call it, because the godly people are here and and we haven't lost that institutional memory. As you said, we came very close, and in fact, because you know, uh, you know, it was we we know all this stuff, we came, we came very close to losing the Luke Montigny's, yeah. the Candace Birds, the Frank Rosetti's, we you know. We've lost them all, but we retained enough of the knowledge. Our churches, it's all the institutional memory. We don't remember it that. Way. So when I met um, the Latifers, Joe and Brianna yeah. uh, um a few months ago in our church at God's Big Church, I realized by his talk, ah he was he's just that age you've got 15 years five years in medical school or phd five years and then you lost it and you can start teaching something the history, and we we were able to save that by simply bringing back the, the truth
1: oh well, god bless you judy mike Fitz love you dearly yeah. and once again happy birthday weekend for those of you that didn't join us please next time we have a, an event like the nutritional frontiers education event you want to be there uh, take advantage of all the deals and special offers we have. Please sign up for the newsletter at Scottbell.com. And uh, if you get to see Judy, just give her a hug because uh, she's so huggable and lovable. We love her and appreciate you all. Thank you. God bless you for being here. Thank you for everybody that, that joined me here at this event. I'm so grateful that I could be here. And I will just leave you with the same message I do every hour of the show. It's a, it's a reminder for me as much as it is for anybody else. The power to heal is yours.
4: ТРЕВОЖНАЯ МУЗЫКА